are two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Generation X Gaming. If you missed it last week, we talked about Star Wars, all nothing but Star Wars. This week, we're going back to the regular format, and we're here talking with uh, with I am Paul Web. I am Paul Weber. Sorry, and uh, he's also uh, on the new podcast that we're doing with Sano to Rage on Monday nights. It's called the Rageless Roundtable. So make sure you check uh, both of us out on that channel uh, on Monday nights at eight thirty p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So hi, how you doing, Paul? I'm doing excellent, man. I'm doing great. I really appreciate you coming out on the show and uh, filling in for my brother, Sergeant McCluskey. Absolutely, man. And uh, we're not even going to miss a beat. You're not even going to miss Sarge, guys. You're not even going to miss Sarge. <laughs> All right. So how did you get into, uh, how did you first get started into gaming? First, um, I think when I was young, my parents, and I, I believe it was my parents. I can't remember if they bought it for us or not, but I don't know if you remember the good old Atari. Uh, the um, 2600 or yep okay. the one that, wait the one with the joystick and the red button which one was that the one with the coasters on the on the front of the, yes, the console yes. right where you can put like yep. a, a pizza slice and stuff like that yeah yeah so that's that's where i started a long long time ago um and then i moved into um super nintendo and things like that i started playing that i also I, i've pretty much had every single system i really have i i've had I moved up to the PS2, then to the Xbox, then to the 360, and now to what we have now. So I, I started way, way back on Atari, um, just with little platformer games and things like that. And then I started getting into shooters. I think Halo 2 was the big one for me. Okay, uh, That's when I really, really turned on the knob and got really dedicated into hardcore gaming. So I think mine was uh, was James Bond. Yeah, the, well, that one too. That one too. Yep, yeah, the Goldeneye. Yep, because I have two brothers. Uh, yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that. Yep, I've got two brothers, and uh, we played that just religiously. That game was that game was amazing. It was ridiculous, right? It was uh, amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, you said you said Halo, right? So did you do, used to do the land parties and stuff when you Absolutely. were uh, in school? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, everything from the first Halo. I had a buddy. My my dad actually worked with a, a friend of his who was a little younger than him. Um, he would always host these huge land parties at his house, so we would always go over there. And uh, get all the Xboxes over and set up set up a huge LAN party, which was a lot of fun. They had like projector screens, and you know it was like one one they would split it four four people in one screen. Right, but, like, right. One of the sizes was like a sixty inch television. You know, it was, <laughs> it was crazy. But oh, yeah. the easy days of getting and playing with your friends, right? Exactly. Right. exactly. None of this. Just turn on the machine and. Uh, Damn it, my Wi-Fi is not working. Yeah. <laughs> you had to literally carry a television set, carry a Xbox, yep. your controllers, yep. go to a friend's house. Those were the days, man. That was like... That's when you knew you were a gamer. Yeah, that's when you knew. And that's when everybody knew you were a gamer. Right? Because sure. back then, people... I mean, to be a gamer, like a hardcore gamer, I mean, that's that's the dedication, right? Now, yep. all you do is buy... And you sit in your pajamas, turn on the thing, you're like, hey, I'm playing with my friends, right? Exactly. So it's completely different. Exactly. So... Now, most people don't know you because you're not on Twitch. He's not yeah. on Twitch yet, but he is uh, He is going to be starting his own his own channel and stuff uh, on Twitch. But he's from YouTube. Now, how did you get involved or when did you start your YouTube channel up? When I started, so there's so, so I always I always think of it this way. When I 
when I started is different from when I got consistent. So when I made my channel, it was actually January 1st. It was right after the new year of, I believe it was 2000 and maybe 13, I think. Um, and I, I, I made, I actually made my first video on, on that day. And I just, I welcomed people to the channel. I kind of talked about what I was going to do. And, uh, sometimes I even go back and watch that video just to see how much it's changed. But, um, but yeah, January 1st, I think it was 2013 is when I officially made my first video. But I feel like this past year, like probably from about today's date is when I was really, really consistent with it. Okay. Um, I started out playing Let's Plays. Um, I really, really liked I, I'm a minor in film, so I, I majored in communication studies and I minored in film. So I, when, it, when it came to games, I really liked the cinematic approaches that they took, which is why I always liked playing the single player, uh, which is why I decided, hey, let's do Let's Plays because that's what it's all about. Um, so I started doing that, and then I moved slowly to gameplay, multiplayer gameplay videos, then got into commentaries, and now I'm where I'm at now. So, <laughs> so. What, what was the first game you uh, did a Let's Play on? The very first game I did a Let's Play on was, I believe, Rise, Son of Rome. I believe that is the very first game that okay. I did a full Let's Play on. And then I know Max, <laughs> The Curse of Brotherhood was close after that, which is like, I don't know if you've seen it. It's like a little platforming game. It's pretty neat. I have uh, it myself, no. But yeah, that's, that was my very first one. So, so are your old videos still up there or did you delete them? No, no, they're they're up there. Some, a lot of some people, of the, lot of people some delete of the them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and that's one thing, like, I... I don't want to just so I can kind of see like how I've progressed over yeah. time. But there are some videos that are in between the, that first Let's Play and now that I have gotten rid of. Like I think I played CSGO for a very long time and I recorded the multiplayer matches of that. And then that game, the community kind of turned a little toxic. Me and my friends were kind of turning on each other a little bit. So I decided to kind of get rid of that. Mm. Um, and, I've never, uh, just I've some other never played. I've never played CSGO. CSGO, yeah. It's, it's intense, man. And it's one of those games where you really got to play it to to really get involved and to be, you know, to be good at it. But the com the community is just really bad in that game. It's really bad. So would I you, decided to uh, get rid of it. Would you compare them to like a uh, Call of Duty bad or worse than Call of Duty? Um, I, I would say it's there. I mean, with well, to be fair, I mean, with any with any competitive game, you're gonna be, you know, you're gonna have people that have attitudes like I'm the best, like you right. suck at this, like stuff. I mean, so that's gonna be with any game, right? Any competitive game. But I just. With, with these games that are coming out now, you look at these games like uh, Destiny, you look at these games like The Division, you look at these games where it's more it's more focused on like working together and working with people. And I grew up with two brothers. So for me, it was always what can we do together and not fight against each other? You know, so right. I think that's why I gravitated towards those type those types of games. Um, but, yeah, it's just it's just just what I've kind of flown into over the past year or so. Now, do you like I mean. Because YouTube and Twitch are completely two different things, right? I mean, yeah. uh, one Absolutely. you pre pre-record your stuff and then edit it. Uh, I've never, I've honestly, I've never seen any of your stuff. So, do you heavily edit it and like choppiness of like the YouTube style uh, of editing? Sometimes it depends. It depends on the video. I think it depends on the game. Uh, I think it depends on what you're trying to do. If it's like if you're trying to do a gameplay video, sometimes I don't like to cut it up as much because people like to see the progression of the actual gameplay. Right. But, I mean, if you're playing a game like Gang Beasts or Rocket League, it might be kind of cool to cut it up just because it's kind of like funny moments or something like that, especially GTA. I did I did a bunch of GTA 5 videos a while back, and uh, it was me and my brothers and a few friends, and uh, we would always cut it up funny moments and add music to it and sound effects, and right. it was really, really funny. So. Now, do you play it on the PC or do you play it on the console? 
I, I played it on the console. Okay. I've always wanted to get it on PC because they've got this cool theater mode. Yeah, on. they had the whole movie. I was just going to say the yeah. whole edit where you can edit it and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, so I'd like to check that out. But I, I had it on console. Yeah, I still do. But but yeah. Okay. Um, Where do you see yourself? Do you see yourself sticking with YouTube? Like that's your major part, part of your channel and then Twitch is on the side? Or are you moving over to Twitch and then using YouTube as your sort of like what what say no to rage does right yeah he yeah uses the streaming and then it's like his vods and also his new co different content than he would provide on twitch so if i were to be honest with you that please, is please be honest <laughs> that is something that i would say for the past month and a half i've really really been trying to figure that out myself i i still don't even know if i can give you a, like a 100 percent certain cool. answer on that because i started out with youtube right i started out making let's plays and doing gameplay videos but i do i do like the aspects of twitch i like where you know if i don't have a lot of time i can just get on i can press a button i can stream for a little bit there's no you know there's no like editing there's no thumbnails there's no tags there's no you know any of that stuff in youtube and i'm not i'm not taking anything away from people that do twitch saying it's easier or that's not as hard but i just i'm trying to figure out where i want to go with that myself i'm right. trying to figure out if because sometimes I just feel like playing games and I, I want people to talk to you, right? So you can't really do that making YouTube videos. No. You know, it's just, it's just, unless you're playing with someone, obviously, but it's, it's still not the same. And I like, I like the, the aspects of Twitch. I like how, um, I like how it's set up. I like how you get to interact with chat. I like, I, I really do enjoy that because it's not the same on YouTube. YouTube comments right. are not the same as a live chat on Twitch. So, it's just uh, I'm still trying to figure that out myself. What I've decided to do recently is, especially since I'm big on Destiny and leading up to Destiny 2 and games like The Division and stuff, I would like to maybe this year put a heavier emphasis on maybe Twitch. That way I can kind of play the games, interact with chat, play with other streamers possibly. And then on my YouTube channel, I can do more like news-related videos that don't right. really take as long to edit or to create. Um, mainly just like personalize my YouTube channel a little bit more. Um, kind of, kind of like the stuff that Lono does. I really like the, I really like his template, what he does. He kind of, you know, he plays his games on Twitch. He live streams them. And then on YouTube, he goes and he talks about issues. He talks about news. He talks right. about stuff. And I like that format. I've wanted, I've wanted to do stuff like that for months now. Um, and I, I think, I think that's going to be somewhat of, of how I, how I change here a little bit in 2016, but I wouldn't, I would never ditch, I would never ditch my YouTube channel. See, I gotta, um, I gotta be better myself with YouTube because all I do is do the Twitch. I do the yeah, show yeah. and then I import, you know, export this onto YouTube. Yeah. I really don't, I used to do let's plays, lots of let's plays and stuff like that. And I was getting yeah. a bit of, I used to do a lot of Warframe, a lot of uh, Star Wars Battlefront two, uh, back yeah. in the day I did Batman Arkham and, and Rage um and i was getting a lot of good hits but yeah. it just wasn't uh i don't know I, I i like twitch just because it's well i'm not even from this generation and it's mm. just like this instant gratification yeah of, of people watching you and interacting with you where youtube you're like you're checking it you're like how many people watched it yeah um, you know yeah. what i mean like and you're you keep yeah. going back to it and stuff and um it you're just lost in in this world of youtube where yeah. people are like oh if they search destiny you know, there's thousands and thousands of people putting Destiny content out there. Exactly. Uh, in Twitch, yeah. if you look up people that are streaming Destiny, there's hundreds and hundreds of people. But still, yeah. you're still in a, in a. It just feels better, right? Because yeah. even yeah. if that one person comes into your stream when you're streaming, yeah. it just makes you feel that much better. So. It keeps you going. You know, it's like yeah. it it adds fuel to the. You know, it just it 
it keeps you going. It makes you realize that there are people out there that want to watch you. There right. are people that want to support you. Um, so it's, it's, it's nice. It's nice. And I mean, I, I do it, I do it because I love, and everybody says this, I know this is like the most cliche thing ever, but you do it because you love it. You do it because you enjoy it. And, and I feel like part of my school background can, can attest to that. You know, I was a communications major and I minored in film. So this is really my creative outlet. This right. is a way for me to be creative and to create things that, you know, that I don't have to go to a TV company for, or I don't have to go to, you know, a, you know, a wedding photographer thing to take photos because I'm into photography too. So it's like, it's really a way for me to be in control of my own, my own creativity pretty much. So I, that's, that's why I gravitated towards YouTube. I agree 100%. I majored in film. Did you really? I, okay. I work, yeah, I work in the film industry. Nice. Um, nice. And because I, I'm a stay at home dad now, yeah. this is my outlet. This is my, exactly. uh, yeah. my creativeness in my head, you know, coming out. So, yeah. all yeah. right. So I ask everybody that comes on the show, um, what is your favorite game? you've ever played if oh, oh wait wow. actually let me Maybe. rephrase the question let me rephrase okay, the question. okay if you're stuck on a desert island yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay and you could only bring one game with you okay and you were playing it on the you know on the airplane you crash landed on this deserted island yeah miraculously your console and game that you pick are the only things that still work and yes you have power so what okay. would you pick so is this no no is... online no online no online no there's okay. no there's no online online okay so is this is this out of games any game like today I don't care. or even back no you can take pitfall game. from okay. atari okay. 2600 man that's a tough choice i know no, I, I, no I, online that that changes a lot yeah, no, online no online changes no a online lot. um what is a game that i could really get some time out of see see a lot of people are just like oh man i don't i don't like this question no online it's, that's yeah tough. no online yeah it, it might be harder I mean, for you because i i think you're younger. You're a lot younger than I am. Yeah, yeah. You're in your twenties, correct? Yep. 20, yeah. About to be twenty-five. Yeah. Oh so. yeah. So you're, you yeah. definitely want the internet in in your question. Yeah, here. yeah. That, that's the thing. <laughs> if I had the internet, I could give you an answer. All right. Instantly. You, you have miraculously. You have uh your cell phones working and you're and you're and you're going off the. Uh, <laughs> We're going off AT and T service. Yeah, AT and T service. Um, I would I would say Halo. I, I would say I would bring the Master the, Chief Collection. That's, original that's, halo or the master the master chief, the master okay. chief collection which has okay. all of them yeah that, okay. that's i think i think oh, that so would you're give cheating me, you're cheating yeah that's yeah like so four i got games multiple one. games there yeah <laughs> <laughs> but if i if i said offline though i'd probably say skyrim um i just you can get lost in that game and you can play it for hours so i i i, I think that that i think that'd be a good well, one. you'd be playing it for an eternity because that would be the yeah. only thing that you'd be playing exactly that, that, that's it man you'd probably no, die of no, hunger though because you'd be playing the game for so long you forget to actually go hunt yeah, no, no internet. No. Yeah, yeah. Okay. What's what's the worst game you've ever played in your entire worst life? Worst game. Um, what is the worst game I've ever played? I don't know. I asked the question. <laughs> um, dang, that is a tough one too. Um, here I'll put I'll post it uh, in a different way. Um, uh, not that I hate anybody, but if you yeah. hated someone so bad, what would you gift them? as a game <laughs> uh dang that is tough i'm trying to like look around and see if i have anything that i currently hate i don't know i, I um, can tell oh, you I, okay i, I don't I even know it. the top of my head right now i got one Go i would ahead. give them i would give them nhl 15 i'm a huge nhl uh, fan and nhl 15 was the worst, worst nhl it was terrible so i'd give i'd give them that one man now that i put it that way i don't even know what the hell i would pick yeah yeah that's a good 
that's a good NHL question. is one of those things that like not people like I don't think people really know that about me. Like I kind of play that one on the side just on my free time. So. I loved uh, the hockey NHL when it was on the Sega Genesis. Yeah, that yeah. was my yep. favorite. Uh, I yeah. think it was like nineteen. Uh, I know you, I know you haven't played it. Uh, 90, <laughs> ninety three or ninety five, I believe it yeah. was. Well, I remember playing um, uh, Blades of Steel. Oh yeah. I remember that's what I remember. But playing. but this hockey NHL on the Sega Genesis, it was the last year they actually I, I don't know. I can't speak because I haven't played the other ones in the yeah, last yeah. decade. Is there blood in it when you when you hit people in Blades of Steel? No, no. In any of the NHL games. now. Oh, um, like when no, you fight, no. can you crack someone's head open? And no, I think bleed it's, on the ice? I think it's just like bruises. I don't think there's oh, blood. Yeah, see, I don't think there's blood. This I one was know. was fighting and then you would get two guys fighting and then you get multiple fights. So like, yeah. let's say you were playing with a friend and he he happened to get in a fight. You would just skate around and instigate like with oh, other gosh. players and just like slam them. Yeah. And then when his fight ended, your fight would begin, and you could literally hit someone so hard it knocks out, and they start bleeding on the ice. It, <laughs> it was awesome. If you ever watch NHL, movie, it's kind of it's similar with NHL. You can get into a fight in NHL, and like all the players can kind of surround. Yeah, and, yeah. Like, it's, it's neat. It's yeah. like a schoolyard fight. Yeah. Uh, in in the, the movie Swingers, I don't know if you ever saw it. Uh, Swingers, no. Yeah, with Vince Vaughn. Uh, he's playing a game and he's like, he's like, Hey, I'm going to make a superstar of Gretzky's head bleed. And he, that's the game they're talking about. It's like the last year that they actually, uh, uh, made their head bleed. So it's a a good, good game. (laughs) Best, in my opinion, best NHL game to this date. Yeah. Close second. I would think, uh, I have to either be blades of steel or the original, uh, old school. uh, Yeah. Just ice hockey, just ice hockey. We're three on three stick boy, medium boy, fat boy all all on the ice. (laughs) And that was it. Oh man! Yes. Um, all right. So let's let, let's go into the news a little bit. There's a lot of stuff going on. Um, oh, yep. and I forgot to say it before the show. We're going to talk about the uh, uh, games done quick. Okay, we're yeah, going yeah. to talk about that because I know we we brought it up briefly on the on the podcast on Mondays, but yeah, I want to go. I want to go into this and just just fathom what these people do. So yeah, yeah. all right, real quick. Let me uh, let me hit the uh, the title screen for the news, and we'll we'll be right back. All right, so first up, PewDiePie is your YouTuber. He's yep. a YouTuber. It's yep. I. I think. I mean, good for him, man. I. I mean, this dude is making money hand over fist oh just my doing gosh, his yeah. YouTube channel, and yep. now he's starting his own. I'm assuming this is going to be like a variety type show yeah. or multiple yep. shows. Uh, he says there's going to be uh, animation on it. They're going to do charity events on it. They're mm-hmm. going to be doing, uh, you know, different types of shows. I'm assuming the best way I can, dis- I think, do you know what Geek and Sundry is? Uh, no, I don't. All right, Geek and Not Sundry sure is, is. Uh, made by Felicia Day. Okay. Um, do you know who Felicia Day is? Yes, yes. Okay. She uh, she did the Guild and stuff like that. On, yeah, um, yeah. So she started a network on YouTube called Geek and Sundry. Um, I'm not sure if Will, um, Will Wheaton's, like, co-producer with her or anything on that but they have their own show and they have their own different types of shows they do i'm assuming that's what what he's doing Um, yeah i'm not i'm not sure but the way it's described is that i'm just surprised that disney is the one that got behind this guy yeah yeah that's that's crazy to me too just because 
I mean, if you ever watch PewDiePie's videos, there there is a lot of language. There is a lot of inappropriate things sometimes, and that that to me is surprising as well. Um, I've never honestly seen any of his stuff. I know. Yeah, I, I, I don't probably gonna kill me because he loves him. Yeah, but uh, yeah, and I, I I mean I don't watch it religiously myself. I've just I've seen you know just because he's the most you know, popular YouTuber. I've seen his videos. I've seen what type of videos, you know, that he makes. And, and they're not bad. Like, I mean, I, I sit here and say, yeah, he's got funny. language. He's got whatever. They're funny, right? They're, they're, you know, it's usually him screaming a lot. And some people right. like that. Some people don't. But, you know, it's just, it's, it's, they're not terrible videos. I'm not, it's not, that's not what I'm saying. But he's entertaining, right? He's, he's yeah, he's an entertainer. And he knows that. He hits, that, that, he hits so. that niche of exactly. Yep. Ages, I'm assuming, uh, I would say, yeah. younger than 10 and yes. all the way up to like, 2021 yeah right yeah so. I, I would say that yeah um but i mean more, more power to him i mean if he can do something like that i mean I, I i wouldn't i don't blame him i mean i would too if i was in that position but he has a lot of power to be able to do something like that right oh, so yeah well he's I mean, been he's been doing it for i know he i know he's been out in la i don't know if that's where he's from originally i think he's from over over in europe isn't he Was yeah he is he is yeah um, i'm not sure exactly where but yeah, I, I don't know much about him, and I know I sound like a complete ass because I, I brought up a story about him. But uh, <laughs> I, I did watch a couple of his videos today. Before yeah. today, I've never actually seen him. I know of him because of news stories and stuff like that, and because they exactly, yeah. made you know yeah. like eight million dollars, whatever, last year. Um, yeah, I watched one of his videos where he's doing um, The Walking Dead back in like 2012. I went back to a video. I think um, that was like one of his most popular yeah. series. He was I think. funny. I mean, he was yeah. funny. Uh, he reminds me of when I did Let's Plays. Back in like 2010, 2011, yeah, you kind of like talk to yourself and you pretend that yep. you're. I would pretend I was the characters. You know what I mean? And yeah. And you talk about all the all the different voices and stuff like that. So he's from Sweden. Thanks, Tez. Um, yeah, Sweden. Yeah. But I know he was in L.A. doing a bunch of stuff because he was supposed to uh, get his own his own channel, not his own channel, but they were supposed to do something with him by himself. And I yeah. guess now he did this when the works, and he's bringing a lot of people over with him. Yeah. Um, I know he's bringing what, uh, uh, I know Dodger is one of them. I don't know if you know who Dodger is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she does the co-optional podcast. She does her own, um, I think her name's, uh, uh, press start, press start, uh, little princess or something like that is her name on, <laughs> on Twitch or something. Press um, start. <laughs> yeah. I think it's something like that. Uh, she's entertaining. She's always, she's always knowledgeable. Uh, it's nice to have a girl that's actually knowledgeable of yep. video games instead of just playing video games exactly you know, yeah like, oh yeah. i'm amazed that a girl's playing a video game you know like the girls that he's bringing on um like know their shit like they yeah know yeah. what they're talking about um they have very popular youtube channels themselves i believe total everyone i <laughs> which is crazy because they're, they're gonna bring in more people than like the walking dead ironically yeah the game yeah. that i saw him play uh like on a, on a normal night they bring in like a millions of people to watch Yep. That's how many people they have. He's got 46 million subscribers. And then with everyone else's subscribers on top of that, yep. I think they're close to 100 million subscribers between all of them. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah. And I think, like, if you take a look, I took a look at the um, the list earlier today of the people that are coming over uh, with him. And if you look at, if you go look at their channels as well, they're, they're, they're making the same type of content. They're, oh, yeah. they're attracting the same type of viewers. So I think that's I think that's the you know the reasoning or the goal behind that. But now here's here's my question, right? Now, this thing that he's created, is it because I know when on YouTube you join a you know, you join a partnership, just kinda like right. kinda like Twitch, but you do it with a network and there's so many different networks, right? Um, 
is that what this is supposed to be? Is this a, is this a network to join on YouTube, or is it a something separate? Like this, that's what I'm trying to figure I'm out. I'm thinking this. They're going to bring in more people after this, but they're going to take the the few people that he brought. I have a video uh, running in the background. You can see the people. Yeah, that yeah. He's actually playing, uh, bringing on. Um, they, I believe, are making like a, the best way I can describe it is like a Saturday Night Live, right? Yeah, like, yeah. It's for like YouTube. It's, yeah, it's um, like a separate show almost. Right. So they're each going to have – there's going to be multiple shows. They're going to do different events. They're going to do different things. Um, I, I, I'm i interested because they, they changed – didn't YouTube change their way where you could buy a like a higher subscription or model? Like remember that a couple months yeah, ago? Yeah, they, they, they changed. They so so what it is kind of I – think, I think I know what you're talking about where – you, know, you just have your normal channels that get partnered. People can subscribe, and then I think they launched this uh, this program. And I don't think it was for everybody. I think it was for select. Right, you know, you had to, you had to meet people. Yeah, yeah, you had to meet cri- certain criteria and whatnot. But I think it was for it was something where they could subscribe to the channel, somewhat like Twitch, where they paid a certain amount like of 10 money. Bucks, I think it was ten bucks a month. Yeah, yeah, and I think I think I think that's what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, and that that's would allow them about. to to see, you know, certain things or, you know, behind the scenes or whatever you, you know, whatever you want to call it. But. I'm just, I'm just confused based on if they do that model, right? Yeah. Let's say it's 10 bucks subscription fee for this channel. I'm, I'm assuming that's what they're doing, right? You could watch yeah. it for free or you could pay. I don't yeah. know why you would pay if you can watch it for free. Yeah. Um, but uh, because you're, I don't know, how do they split that between the eight? major YouTubers at $10 doesn't that's, get split that many different directions. Yeah. Know, that's, like, that's the question. Plus yeah. YouTube's got to get their cut still. Yep. And I, I'm sure that this was, you know, this was probably in the talks for quite a, you know, quite a while trying to figure out all that stuff. But cause you got some pretty big people that are going to be on there. So oh, yeah, they, they're going to be bringing in views. They're going to be bringing in, you know, so I'm, I'm sure that was you because of the, because of the push or pull push uh, yeah. because of the pull uh, PewDiePie has, I yeah. guarantee you, there's going to be celebrities. Coming oh yeah, the show. oh I yeah, mean, easily. He's yeah. a celebrity, uh, even though yeah. I would say ninety percent of the population of the world doesn't know who he is. But yeah. the gaming population, the gaming is, population does, does right? exactly. Like if you yep. know, if you play games, I don't even, I don't even, I knew who he was. It's like my grandmother knowing who Hulk Hogan was. Yeah. She never watched wrestling, but she knew that Hulk Hogan was a, a wrestler, right? Yeah, yeah. So I've never watched PewDiePie, but I knew of PewDiePie because of YouTube. I, and knew I he think. Was on there. I think that's an interesting point too, because and and what I'm about to say by no means is taking anything away from PewDiePie as a content creator, as a you know he deserves he works hard for what he has, obviously. Um, but I think it's one of those things where he has like what is it, 46 million subscribers? Yeah, that's but if that's you take, ridiculous. But if you take a look at the the ratio of subscribers and then views that he gets per video that he uploads, the the ratio is actually it's. It's not what you would think, put right. it that way, for a channel that has 46 million. And I feel like one of the reasons is because, you know, people, like you said, you know, they, they know of him. He's in the gaming space, right? I feel like there's almost a sense of, of obligation to be subscribed to yeah. the top channel, right? So I, I feel like that plays, you know, a big part right, of it as well. It's like, it's like street cred. When you're a kid yeah. in high school or middle school, yeah, right, and your friends are talking about this guy's videos... And yep. you're like, oh, did you see what PewDiePie did on last week's episode or last night's episode of Let's Play? And yep. uh, people be like, oh, no, no, you don't know who PewDiePie is? Oh, yeah. you're excommunicated from, Ex- from social, social status. Exactly. And I know, I know people that, I know, or I know of other channels that have 
don't get me wrong, a lot of subscribers, but nowhere near the amount of subscribers that he has that are getting the same amount of views per video that, that he'll get, you know? So it's like, uh, I know Vanoss Gaming is one of them. Vanoss Gaming gets an insane amount of views per video, uh, you know, compared to his subscribers. And, you know, it's just, it's, it's interesting. It's, it's an interesting thing. And I think a lot of, I, I could be wrong because I don't know his personal life. I don't know what he goes through, right. but I feel like, I think a lot of the money that he probably makes obviously is, you know, from his YouTube channel, but I think he does side things too. Right. I think he, oh, yeah. I think he's got some sort of sponsorships or some sort of deals behind the, behind the scene that nobody knows about. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm, I'm, you know, that's it. If you have the power to do it, why not? But you know, I, I feel like that, that there's a lot of that in play too, because people know how influential he is as, you know, a person on YouTube or a content creator um, especially in the gaming space. So I feel like there's a lot of that as well that goes on, um, which makes him so, you know, well-known or, you know, or known about, I guess. But there, it's, it's insane to think about, 46 million. It's just, it's yeah, insane. Well, do you remember a couple of years ago, there's, um, well, there was Shane Dawson. He was the number yes. one YouTuber. Yep, he was a big, yep. He was before PewDiePie. He was yep. huge. Right? Like, you would think that no one could touch this guy, how many views he had or how yeah. many... I think PewDiePie just passed like a hundred billion views. Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's just ridiculous. <laughs> Crazy to think about, right? <laughs> um, so, like Shane Dawson was big. Then he be, you know, got into actual acting gigs. Um, yep. There's um, uh, Fred, right? The guy Fred, Freddie, or whatever his name yep. was. He had his own freaking movie. For God's yeah, Fred. Sake. Yeah, Fred. And then he kind of dropped off the face of the earth. No one really. Right. Right. No one really heard of him. It was him. just a shtick, right? That that <laughs> yeah, it was high pitched voice. What he did, yeah. stuff like that. See, I, I do know stuff on YouTube. Uh, yeah, yeah. I was absolutely. I was big. I used to actually do a variety show. I filmed a variety show on YouTube. Used to uh, do a YouTube spotlight uh, yeah. on people. Um, mm -hmm. It was a good show, but the guy who was doing it um, didn't think it was moving fast enough and dropped it. And if he was still doing it now, he'd be oh yeah, I bet. super super good. But I uh, bet, yeah. yeah, so and then there was uh, what's her name. Uh, the blonde, uh, she does a lot of hosting for video game shows now. Just, uh, Jessica, no. Uh, I Justine. I Justine. Thank you very much. Yep. Yep. I mean, she went Hollywood. So that's what PewDiePie is doing, right? She, yep. He's basically doing Hollywood. Now, what I don't get is because of this paid subscription, uh, it seems like a price cut, right? Like a definitely taking a pay cut because he's got 46 million views or subscribers. His, his, money that's coming in from that alone from advertisers and stuff is huge oh so yeah for him to get tied down because you know he's not going to be coming out with content on his own channel anymore i mean i would assume yeah. he would be too too busy doing this oh yeah yeah to maintain what he was doing on his own channel so and that's and that's not that's not a very uncommon thing nowadays like you see you know lots of these people that they they rise to success on youtube it it, it takes them in different oh, yeah, you know, different areas want, though, right, right? so yeah absolutely you know, the eventual goal is to turn it into something that you, you know, that you're passionate about doing and be able to make a living off of it, too. I think I think I think you'd be lying as a content creator if you didn't want to try to grow your channel, if you didn't want the viewership, if yeah. you didn't. You know, everybody wants that. I mean, that's a very natural human, you know, human thing. So I think I think when you first start, obviously, you're not doing it to make a living on it. But then Abs absolutely. when it comes along yeah. down the road and you're like, wow, I can actually make a living on this. Yeah. And then. You get so big, you're like, well, where can I go from here? You exactly. Know? And every kid, I don't care if you like te television or not, uh, growing mm -hmm. up, you're like, man, I want to be on TV. I want to be in the movies. I want to be. Yeah, yeah. These are things that springboard you. Yep. You know, just like an NFL player, 
they had no intentions of being on television, you know, uh, besides playing the actual sport they love. Yeah. But then after they're done playing football or baseball, they become analysts, they become people on ESPN or become on, uh, yep. you know, on all these other channels. And you're just like, I don't think they thought about that going, oh, when I'm 18 years old and I'm playing football, I'm going to be a sportscaster yeah. uh, after my <laughs> NFL career. Yeah. I mean, maybe nowadays, but yeah, not back in the day. Uh, I mean, everybody, everybody has those dreams and, and YouTube and Twitch, I feel like are great, you know, no matter what you're doing. I mean, like oh. we said, we've seen it for gaming. We've seen it for, you know, people who do vlogs. We've seen it for everything. It's just, it's like a career springboard almost, yeah. you know what I mean? So well, that's what they're pulling. And it's, I look at YouTube as a perfect tool uh, and Twitch um, for casting, right? Yeah, absolutely. Like if you're a person that's in the entertainment business and you're looking for that next person that's like super hot, instead of doing a, a call a cold calling of try to find someone and interview people. Yeah. Hell you got YouTube and Twitch. You can just look exactly. at people and go, yep. who has the ability to talk on camera? Boom. Yep. It's yep. right there for you. You don't have to go very far. Yep. Um, Tez in chat says, uh, Fred's name is Lucas and Lucas, uh, has his own YouTube channel now and sold yeah. the Fred channel. Oh, so, wow. So How do you sell? What? I wonder what they're doing on that channel now that he sold it. That's odd. Probably right? Like reruns. Maybe they can do it on like, DVD or put it on Netflix. Yeah. Who knows? I have no wow. I have no idea. <laughs> All right. So let's let's move off from that and yeah. go to um here's here's a funny thing that I, I saw. Okay. All right, so VR, all right. On the screen mm -hmm. you see a giant ass with VR goggles in front of it. <clears throat> yeah. So this article points out that uh I said this back maybe Tez can let me know because he's in every show and every stream I ever do. Um yeah. I said way back when, I said that VR will not take off for seven years in mainstream. Okay? Yeah. Yep. But I also said it will take off uh, in porn industry, and that's the only people <laughs> that will propel it forward to what yeah. it is. So yeah. even if it bombs, right, even if it bombs uh, in the actual normal market, it's going to exceedly uh, beyond belief of what you know it will. In, in the porn industry. Okay. Absolutely. So there's an actual chart here. Okay. This is VR porn already has an audience. They just announced it. It's technically not even out yet, right? It's a yeah. $600 price tag. Uh, and on here, it says 126,000 people uh, are porn users on Oculus Rift. Jeez. Okay. Now, that's not even out yet. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then I guess the other <laughs> one is called. Uh, Homido, I guess that's another another virtual goggles or whatever. And 82,000 okay. people uh, use that one. Wow. So, and then the percentage of referral traffic is 27.6% to get to porn industries. Yeah. The virtual glasses. So, did what, did I, what did I say? I did say this. I did. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you're absolutely correct. I'm telling you, I'm like Notre Dame of, yeah. uh, of, of the video game industry. Now I have nothing against VR. I've put them on. I've 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 tried them. I think it's great. Mm -hmm. The problem with VR um, is that there's going to be so many people that they don't know yet that are going to get motion sickness. Okay, yeah. that your eyes are going to get strained because you have a screen, you know, super close to your face for hours and hours on end. Right. Once you take those bad boys off, you're gonna you, your body and your mind's gonna freak out in the regular world because mm -hmm. now you're coming back to reality. Yeah. Right? So there's a whole bunch of issues that we have no idea about with with virtual reality goggles. Um, I know there's another 
uh, I forget what it's called uh, off the top of my head, but they've created a virtual goggles where actually I've done this on my show plenty of times too. I've taken my headset and it looks exactly like this. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I do this. This is my virtual glasses that I do. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> they've done this and it's a new, it's an actual new headset that's coming out where they project it. Uh, they project the thing out and then back actually into your eye. Oh, wow. Okay. So it makes it look like the projector is instead of putting a screen in front of your face, it projects it out and then back into your eye to make it look like, um, see, know, I haven't, I haven't heard of away, this, like 30, 30 feet away or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So it gives you less strain and plus, uh, it makes your brain think that this is actually what you're seeing. Right. So yeah. it's immersive. Um, I forget, I don't have it pulled up. I'll have to say it on a different show, but it's amazing. It looks just like, it looks like just like the headphones you're wearing. Yeah. Like you just pop them down. That's it. And it has the, <laughs> the headset built in. So that's the sound. And then the view, um, maybe big mama was here. She would look it up for me. Tez, if you're a good person, you'll look it up for me. Um, I want to say it's called like Romy or Omni or something like that. It's, it's, it's a weird one. Is it the brand you're talking about the brand of the, yeah, of the headset, the brand of the headset. Um, so what do you think about this virtual reality, virtual reality, as far as about the porn? I mean, obviously, uh, you know, everyone doesn't watch porn. Right. Yeah. But everyone watches porn. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah. So do you think do you think VR is going to take off in the, in the in the video game industry or do you think that this is where it's going to this is where it's going to make its niche and that's where it's going to stay? Personally, here's here's how I here's how I see it. There's and there's two different things here. Um, uh, the price point. Right. Let's let me talk about the price point first, because that was that was 600 something bucks. that was six hundred bucks. Okay, that, that's not that's not going to be. I don't think it's going to be a common thing because of that. And actually, I believe I could be wrong about this, but I think I saw this. I think the the creator uh, came out and apologized because I think they had originally talked about a lower price point. I believe it was around like three hundred dollars. Yeah, they were talking about three hundred bucks, and I even yeah. said that that's way too much. Yeah, I think I just I don't know. I think so. So here's so here's well, so that's a mess up, obviously, and and. I I feel like people are going to frown upon that big time. Six hundred dollars is is a lot of money for for that. But here's here's my thing. In, in terms of the porn industry, yes, I do believe I do believe that absolutely. But in terms of the gaming industry, no, I don't. And the reason I think that I I saw what they showed off. I think it was at E three, um, and it was amazing. Like don't get me wrong, it is right. an amazing piece of technology. It can do amazing things. But for the average hardcore gamer, I just I don't think it's going to take off. And I think what we're going to see with virtual reality is the same thing that we saw with 3D television. I think oh yeah, it's gonna it's gonna it's, it's just not gonna it's not gonna take off. And everybody was so quick to run out and get their 3D TVs to be able to watch a select <laughs> few movies. Like it's just not. It's it's the, I just don't think the technology is there yet. I, I don't think I don't think gaming is there yet. I don't think t- especially TV as well. I don't think TV is there yet. And I think they even had some channels that were 3D. Like I think some 3D soccer, like some some 3D. But it, it's not everything, right? And and I, I feel like it, I mean, if you want to watch a 3D movie, I'd rather pay the money and go watch it in a big ass theater room, right? Where I can get the glasses and I can go watch a huge right. 3D movie. Um, but being 
being a, a minor in film myself, I, I really like watching things just for the like the way that they were shot originally, right? So 3D, I'm, I've not been too big on that, but I think I think it's going to be the same thing as 3D television. I don't think it's going to take off. I think I think what will take off is when 4K and stuff like that is announced, and well, when they get the technology. Get by. 4K yeah, get passed yeah. by. We're going it 5K, will. 6K, 8K. I mean, and like I will, like I will go out and buy a 4K television. I will go out and buy, you know, like a nice LED 4K television. But I won't buy a 3D TV because a, I don't think I'll use it myself, and b, I just there's just not that much for it. Like the, I just TV technology is just it's way faster than than anything else right, right now. Right? I think we can all agree on that. It's it's taking off. And, and just to relate that back to the, the virtual reality, I just think you're going to see the same trend with virtual reality. I think it's, it's going to be one of those things where people, the people that do go run out and buy it are going to be able to play a, a very, very, very select few minor things with it. And it's just going to, it's going to collect dust. I, I just, I think that's what's going to happen. I think, I think VR has its points. Like for instance, how cool would Absolutely. this be if I know they've done this, right? But how cool would it be? Like, all they do is take one little one little camera, stick it in the front row of a concert or front yeah. row of a WWE or a boxing match, okay? Mm-hmm. And let's say, uh, hey, you want to watch the uh, the UFC fight or the uh, or the WrestleMania? Yeah. You pay a premium price. Let's say it's sixty bucks. You put your VR headset on, mm-hmm. and you're in Madison Square Garden or wherever yep. it is, front yep. row. And you can look around, and you'll see people yep. cheering next to you because the camera's in the crowd, right? That 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 I see is amazing, and it can blow your mind, right? Yes, because you can, absolutely you can watch that. Um, if you're at a rock concert, okay, who personally I love watching concerts on television, right? Yeah. Because I love seeing the. Why do I want to pay three hundred dollars to sit in the back of a fucking stadium? Exactly. Okay, exactly. I watch an actual screen just to yep. see the person. Yep. I rather you're, you're going to do the same thing there. Right. I'm, I'm going to pay do the same so I can watch TV in the stadium. But, but the people here's quality and the, and the people will argue, right? The people, well, it's, it's all about being there. It's yeah. all about the experience. It's all it's the same. It's the same thing with sports, with football. Like when I'm I'm, I'm a Carolina Panther fan and they're yeah. doing really well this year. Like, why would I want to pay the money? Especially the tickets are way view, high now to see one view. Exactly. Why do I want to pay the money to go sit in the stands? Pro- probably not that close to the field, no. right? When I can watch it on TV, and I got I got the best seat in the house watching it right on my TV, yep. right? Like, yeah. what? Well, what? Why do I? You know, I don't, I'm the type. Of, I don't care that much about the experience. I'd rather invite a few buddies over, crack right. open a few beers, right. and watch the television. Like that to me is better, right? right so I'm right I just, there with you. I'm right there. But with you. I agree. I agree with what you said though. When the technology gets there to the point where like. We could, like a hockey game, right? They can hang down some yeah. sort of 3D camera on right. the ice. You can put on your thing, and you can, like, look around and watch it right there, and you can see it all happening. Like, when we get there, awesome. right. when we get there, I feel like virtual reality will take off. Well, they have but it. Where it's at they, now, I don't. They did it for WWE. They actually put a, yeah. a camera in the front row. Yeah. Um, I, f- I forget what wrestling match it was. But you could literally turn your head, and you felt yep. like, because you would see people right next to you and stuff, and you would see the wrestling match. But yep. I, still, i rather watch it on TV because I can see different angles and I can see different yeah. things or even if that that's there, right. I'm, I feel like I'm in the concert. Let's say, let's say I get front row seats to fucking, I don't know. Uh, yeah. 
the Beatles make a comeback, right? They the, on their yeah. death tour. It's only Ringo playing the drums. I got yeah. the I got the uh, virtual goggles. I'm sitting right in front of him as he's just jamming on the on the on the drums. Okay, that's cool to me. Yeah, with, with the great sound quality, I'd rather pay I'd rather pay two hundred dollars to sit in my house and have a virtual experience like that than pay three hundred dollars for a freaking ticket. Exactly, to sit in the back. And once, yeah, once once those things, right? Like once those things are more common, I, I feel like I feel like that would be something to explore. And 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 in sports, they've been doing too. Um, you know what a GoPro is, right? Those yeah, little cameras. Yeah. They, they've been they've been you know attaching those to like the players yeah. and like the goalies helmets and stuff and that's cool but it's even that's not common right because like I used to pay for a service uh, for NHL where I could get all the games for my team right and it was like 150 bucks uh, for you know a season and I could watch every single game and they were doing it for a short little period of time where the, on your computer when you watched it you could click on different cameras and the GoPro was one of them. You can even see the GoPro for the refs, right? Like the refs that are skating around and stuff. Oh, and cool. th- that to me is cool, right? That to me is cool. But it's just not something that they're doing right. on, on a normal basis. It's, it, it's not normal. It's like, a, it's like a treat almost. You know, they do it every once in a while. And it's like, for me, I'm not going to go out and buy virtual reality if I can't get that consistently. If I can't, you know, get that thing that drops down in a stadium or puts it, it's in like a, a crowd somewhere. But like you said, even then, you know, what's what's the problem with having a few buddies over, cracking a few beers and watching the football on your 65 inch 4K right. television? You know what I mean? Right. Like, I'd rather do that. That's just the type of person that I am. OK, so, it's, so back in 2007, I did a yeah. um, I had to go for camera training. Right. And I was in Philadelphia. OK. And when I was getting we were getting trained on 3D cameras. OK, so this is when the, the Genesis came out and stuff like that, which is a, a camera that filmed the Superman movie um, yeah. back in the day. So. We're in a room, and they bring this television set out. Now, this is 2007 now. Um, it's a 3D television, no glasses. Yeah. Okay? I'm watching it. And you would walk. And let's say they showed they filmed the whole NFL game in 3D. Yeah. Now, if I walked behind the offensive line, I would literally see, like, behind the offensive line. Yeah. And as I walked across the television and looked the other direction, I could see behind the defensive line. Yeah. All by sitting in front of a television set. Yeah. Crystal clear. It wasn't 4K back then or anything, but it was it was yeah. clear for, was... For, for back then, right? Yeah. That was 2007. Here we are in 2016. I have yet to see a television that did that. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I know I was in a, you know, in a secret hideout somewhere where they were showing us this technology, yeah, showing yeah. us that this is what we're doing. I have yet to see that. I have yet yeah. to see that. And if I see that, and it happens in my te- in my room now, Maybe I'll get on board with 3D televisions, okay? Yeah, but yeah. until that happens, not doing it. Yeah. VR, I just think it's a shtick, dude. I think it's a. Yeah, I do. I do too. There's a great place in LA. It's called. Uh, I think it's called the Virtual World or VR. VR. Uh, uh, what the Void? It's called the Void. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where you put the headset on and you literally walk through a warehouse and they have wall physical walls in front of you, but they're all like green screened or, mm-hmm. or whatever. And then when you put the VR glasses on, you can actually see the the walls that you're so you don't run into anything right so you're actually i see that as like sign me up i'll do an experience like that you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. but as far as sitting in my house and playing like for instance right now who would be watching us with their vr glasses on like can you imagine i mean yeah yeah. why would i do that why wouldn't i just take them off and just watch a screen sometimes we make technology so difficult like we're, we're always trying to replace the remote control like with the connect 
Yep. You know, it's really easy it's to just, hit a button, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's super it simple to hit a button. It's, it, it, and, and I thought the same thing when I first got my Kinect. I was like, this this sucks. I'd rather just hit the button on the controller. Like, why do I have to wipe? Like, why do I have to try to say and then it messes up and then it doesn't do exactly what you want it to do? It's like, I, I just, there's nothing wrong with the controller. There's really not. There's yeah, nothing I, wrong with it. I, I, I don't get it. It's, it's I feel like I feel like what we're doing is we're taking what we have for granted and we're trying to create things that are that we think are better but then when we start using them we they're realize not. they're they're, they're just not better right you know the, the in the technology and I'm, I'm not bashing the technology the technology is is fascinating it really is it's a great thing and i think that that'll help us create things that are really good but i just i just don't think we're there yet i i don't think the connect like i just I, I might have played a few games on it when I first got it, and then I just never used it. The only thing I use it now for is voice chat on Xbox One. That's, I've never, I never used it because when they they told me they were doing a a voice activated thing, yeah. I, all I could think of is like when I talk to Siri on my phone, right? Yeah. I'm like, call mom, and then it says like pound. I'm like, yeah. no, no, call mom. No, yeah, pound. Yeah. It's like you son of a bitch. Like yeah. it, it, it's just <laughs> so simple for me to hit mom. Yeah, you know, on the phone, then yeah. instead of instead of actually or even pressing the seven digits is actually simpler than going beep beep Siri. Yep. Exactly. Call Paul. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, Paul. Call Paul. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like it, it's it's ridiculous. The, the technology and stuff that we have. Yeah. So. All right. Let's skip it. Let's go to the next story, which is still uh -huh. we're, we're still talking about porn here, people. OK, <laughs> the, the, the next story is also porn. OK, the oh, porn what? is if you have a PlayStation, guys, I just want to I want to congratulate you. Because you guys are just like the PC is the master race. You guys are the master <laughs> baiters of, uh, of, uh, of porn on PlayStation. Oh, boy. PlayStation users watch more porn than Xbox One users. First of all, I want to know who's doing a study on this. Okay. Um, Darren, Darren Bond, right. Bond Foods. Yeah, why, Darren? Why are you doing this? And here's why I think PlayStation people are watching more porn than Xbox people. Okay. Because there's more games to play on Xbox, and people <laughs> on on PlayStation are like, "Oh man, I'm still waiting for I'm still waiting for that exclusive game that's supposed to come out." Oh, they just pushed it back. Yeah, curse you, Uncharted Four. <laughs> <laughs> so why do you think? Why do you think people are watching more porn on PlayStation than Xbox? I so PlayStation versus Xbox. That's that's a tough one to answer. Um, but like we were talking about before the podcast, what. What I could answer is the fact that why are why are people watching it? And I guess this relates to, to this to this story too. Is why are people watching it on their consoles, right? Versus what we talked about, like on their on their phones, on their tablets, on their computers, stuff like that. Yeah, there's a hundred different and, ways to watch porn. Yeah, there's yeah. And they're there like, really I'm is. gonna I'm gonna use the dashboard on my PlayStation. Yeah, yeah. And 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 I I really honestly think that the reason is is for privacy. I think. I think they have more of a risk getting caught sitting there on their desktop or with their, their with their <laughs> phone or tablet than on their PlayStation because they just you know parents won't check consoles for that type of thing. Yeah, okay. Parents might not parents might not even know that that type of thing is watchable on a console. So you I, know I think I think that I, think I got it. I think I, I think it is. Let's say I'm playing PlayStation right and I'm yeah. playing. I have I just keep the controller in my hand right. I'm like I'm like oh yeah look I'm I'm playing a video game. My girlfriend or wife walks in, whoever mm -hmm. you are, okay, and they're like, what, what game is that? You're like, oh, it's like Laser Shoot Larry. It's like really, yeah, really risque. Is that, yeah. I didn't know they made games that realistic. It almost looks like a real porn. Yeah, it's like The Witcher 3. Don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah you know I mean? exactly. <laughs> like, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the, that's the scapegoat, right? Like, that's, yeah. 
<laughs> so like, what game is that? This is uh this is a cutscene in Witcher Three. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Why is there a pizza guy in in the door? Yeah. <laughs> so I I just thought that was funny. Like like uh, why are people watching? Why are why are you people watching porn on your consoles, man? You have yeah. a phone. You have a tablet. It's it's it, odd, right? It's, it's odd. so weird. I can be. Yeah. I can honestly tell you, I've never watched a porn on my console. I, I have I've have I watched the porn on my on my tablet? Sure. Have I watched the porn yeah. on my phone? Sure. Yeah. Have I used my my computer? No, not really. Why? Because I have a phone and a tablet. Exactly. It's, it, it's yeah. movable. I can go places. Why would yeah, I use it's move, my console? It's, it's movable. You can <laughs> right. you can hide it, right? right. You, can, you can I could put it in a book. In. Can, I could put yeah. it in a book if I wanted to. Not that I would, exactly. but you know what I'm saying? You could be more you could be more secretive about it. Yeah. I just I think it's funny. And then I wonder if if people watch it, does it say like when you go to someone's dashboard, does it say like you know, watching 30, 30 and still gaming, watching porn. I mean, does that what was that what it says? I mean, that I don't know. <laughs> that would be great. Because it's you, says... know, you, know, you know what Sony should do? They should implement that as an update, but not tell anybody. Right. right? right. So like when you go to your friends list, you see your friend watching porn, and then you can rag. It on actually them it actually says message. the title like Debbie yeah. does Dallas. That's what they should do. Or something like that. A discreet update. <laughs> that'd be fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. Oh, that'd be so, that'd be that'd be such a troll. That'd be so awesome. If they oh, did that. it would be. Absolutely. All right. So the next story, this is uh, it's sort of like a P. Uh, it was on the PS and now we're uh, PlayStation 3 and now it's on the PlayStation 4. Okay. Uh, the DC Universe online is heading to Xbox One. Long. Yeah, that, that's right. That moment of silence was does, <laughs> does anybody was, care? <laughs> yeah, I yeah, I I don't honestly. I mean, I hate to be like that, but it's just it's been so long, man. It's the game just... came out. I want to say it came out in like 20, I want to even say 2011. Yeah. Right. DC. And it's one of those things too, where like, you know, you have to, you have to realize like this, this game is like trying, I, I guess in a way is trying to compete with some of the stuff that's a coming out or B already out. It's just, it's just irrelevant. I mean, like I, I, for the hardcore fans, great. They have something to play. It's coming. That's awesome. If they want to, you know, they want to pick it up. They want to play it. There's nothing wrong with that. Right. But in the grand scheme of things, I, I just think it's just it's not gonna it's not gonna compete with anything. No. People have things to play currently. Right. People have things that are coming out. The I division. Think rather, stuff like, I you know. think people would rather play Destiny, like yeah, vanilla, yeah. than they would play this. And that's yeah, not a shot I, at Destiny. It's just it's that game is just super popular, right? Like, yeah, yeah. This game, I, I just looked it up. January eleventh, two thousand eleven, is when it came out. Yeah, that's okay on the yeah. on the on the PlayStation three, and now they're deciding to come out for Xbox One. I think this is just a push because the Superman DC movie is coming out uh, and they're trying to make the um, the Justice League movie. I think this is yep. sort of like a push of that. Yeah. I don't see any other reason why they would do it. Um, yeah. I guess I guess the people that are on PlayStation 3, maybe, um, and then maybe they're upgrading to, to the PlayStation 4. Maybe they're mm-hmm. like, hey... Let's do it. Let's, I, because there yeah. are still people that play it, right? I mean, there's still, there's still people that play oh, it. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. That play it. So and I feel like those they, are the people that are going to really realize that it's coming right. to Xbox. And I feel like those are the people that are going to, are going to be the ones. I really that don't see about. a huge, and even if you do play it, I mean, it's an online universe. I don't see people putting enough time into it, um, especially with all these games coming out this year. I think yeah. it's just a, I don't know. I think it's just a, a, a waste of, waste, a waste of, of gamer time, resources, yeah, and, and resources. money. And yeah. everything else. I, I agree. I agree with you. Absolutely. All right. So next one is uh, PlayStation 4 and Xbox One consoles about to get a serious price cut. Now, it doesn't that's say. A, 
It doesn't say why or, you know, I, I'm assuming they're coming out with slimmer versions. I'm that, assuming. That, that, that's been rumored. I have heard about that. That's been rumored. Absolutely. And um, I think, I know the Xbox one's been rumored. I don't know about PlayStation. I have not seen that myself. It could be out there, obviously, yeah, the, but I have not seen that. I article, have seen the Xbox one. The article doesn't say why. It just it just says that they're 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 rumored to be coming out. I'm assuming they just like they did with every other freaking console. Slims, um, slims, right? Maybe with maybe a more, bigger hard drive. Yeah, definitely hard. Maybe bigger hard maybe drive, a, terabyte or something like that. Two terabytes. Maybe a game. Maybe a game or two with it. You right. know, they, just the normal thing. If anything, I think we'll see. I think we'll see. Maybe they'll they'll pitch some sort of better better performance. Better maybe we'll see. See, this is what I would like to them to do. They didn't do this for the Xbox. The last when the 360 went from the big month, you know, the yeah. big one to the, the thinner version, and same the with slim. the PlayStation. They didn't upgrade the processors or anything. They just kept it the same and just minimized yeah. it. Yeah. I don't know why. When you actually like, if you're gonna make a new Xbox One. Okay, yeah, I understand they're making it thinner, so technically they couldn't put more power into it because they would have to make it th- bigger. But if yeah. you can get the same processor that's in this one right now into a smaller one, why can't you up it? Why wouldn't you up it? Instead of going, oh, we're not going to upgrade it until Xbox you know, uh, 4, 720, yeah. or whatever the hell they're going to call it, Xbox DOS. Yeah. Um, instead of doing that and then... Because we all know consoles are five years out of date, if not more. By the, oh, soft, yeah. by the hardware that's in them. Yeah. yeah so when you come absolutely. out with a new a new version of it, why wouldn't you kind of like future proof it or yeah instead of waiting for the next announcement for the major console to come out, just upgrade it. Like people upgrade their computers all the time. All the time. Right. Yep. So and it's like, easy to do so. It's very right. easy. It's it's yeah. So why wouldn't Microsoft be like, hey, Xbox One has this processor in it, and now two years, well, three years later, because this is three years going two and a half, three years going into the the life cycle of this system. Why don't they just go, hey, this new Xbox has better graphics, has better things, and, and push it? Do you, do you want to know why I think they don't do that as, com- as compared to PC? One of, the, one of the big reasons why is because if you – let's compare PC and console real quick, and, and nobody, nobody hate me. Nobody, this isn't a flame war. This is just a simple, simple comparison, simple whatever. But, I mean, graphics obviously better on PC in most cases, right? right. When, they, when they port or when they – develop for consoles they have to dim down things shadows lighting you know things like that to, to make it runnable to make it at a consistent frame rate to make it whatever right i feel like if they let's just say for for shits and giggle let's say the next xbox they come out with it's a slim it's right. got a better processor it's got maybe more memory and it's got a bigger hard drive okay and you get a free game with it whatever let's just say that the performance is a little better i feel like I feel like that performance jump, whether it's really significant or not so significant, I feel like it wouldn't make a huge impact. And the reason being is because those game companies and developers are still going to develop for the previous version because they'd be, they, if you look at it, they'd be stupid not to, right? Because, I mean, you don't want people to have, you know, a shitty experience. So if, if you're going to, if you're going to do something like that, you would almost have to, like come out with a new Xbox, right? Because like you, you know, this, okay, so this game we're going to develop for Xbox one, but if you get, you know, let's develop this game, Xbox one plus. So the people that run out and they buy the Xbox one plus, which have, which has a a better processor, better graphics, better, you know, they would almost have to create two different games 
because with PC, it's one of those things where, you know, you can adjust the settings in the game, right? You can adjust on the fly. Right. Uh, if, if your computer is struggling playing ultra, well, let's kick it back down to high or let's kick it back down to medium, you know? So unless they, you know, and there would be no point to really do that on Xbox without coming out with a brand new system because they're, they, those developers are going to develop for, for the majority of, of people because they want the most money, right? They want to push their sales and right. their profit. So doing that would be extremely difficult on console. Well, I think. let me let me let me bring this to you, right? Yep. Well, what we do with our cell phones now, right? Our cell phone mm-hmm. costs like what, four hundred, six hundred bucks. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah. Right, and everyone now does a little payment plan on them, right? Because they mm-hmm. want to get new phones. I personally don't. I still have a two-year contract type thing. Yeah. Okay, but what if? Now, don't hate me. I'm just I'm just putting it out there, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. What if they treated the console just like cell phones, mm-hmm. where they do come out with a brand new processor and new stuff, okay, every two years, every three years. Every year, every two, yeah. Whatever, yeah. whatever it is. Yep. Okay, now, Joe Schmo, who doesn't have the Xbox One yet, uh, decides to get the new system. Now, he has a better system than I do, right? Yeah. Because I yeah. I was first time, and I got the first Xbox One version one, whatever it is, okay? Yeah. Then Joe Schmo gets the next one, and he's got better graphics than me. Yeah. And they keep pushing the envelope, right? One, I think what that does is, it makes the people want to trade in their old consoles to get their new consoles, right? Yeah. Uh, some sort of deal or some sort of Right, promotion. whatever it is. Yeah. If you could do, I, I know Tez is saying, no, no, yeah. <laughs> I, I understand. I'm just saying, like, this could be a business model that they look at because look how successful it is with cell phones. Yeah. Okay. With the providers. And, the bigger, and the, bigger, the bigger thing with that, I think, like, I, if, if they did that, that'd be one thing. But what you got to think about is the games. How it's not so much the console, like right, like updating the consoles will be easy. Like we said, it's five years behind or, or whatever. How much? So you upgrade the graphics, you upgrade the memory, you upgrade the process. Like things like that are easy to do, right? But how would you do the games? The game would you ship? Would you ship games that have settings in them, like PC? Yeah, you like would have where to, you would, you would have to you set them up like graphics. Just, yes. So basically, if you I had version, to. if I had version one of Xbox yeah. or yeah. PlayStation Four, okay, you would have a setting, but your setting wouldn't go past. You know, exactly. like so, there'd be high like a version, quality. There'd be like, which right. Xbox do you have? Version and if one, you have you Xbox that. version two or three down yeah. the road, it would have ultra setting on it because yeah. the processor could take it, right? So they and, would, and they, they would have to. They, that's the that's really and that doesn't seem like way. a really hard thing to do. No, no, no they could do that. Yeah, so absolutely. I mean, those are things um, that they could do. I mean, who knows? Who who because knows? the only the only other option, if you're not going to ship a game that has some sort of graphics settings on it, right? Your only other option from that point would be to ship an, an Xbox One version of the game and then, like I said, an Xbox One Plus version of the game. Right. That, that, that'd be your only – and that would cost – oh, man, that would cost so much money for them to do that. So they, they would have to they would have to ship the one or do the option where they ship a game and you can go into the settings and you would have to pick your version of the Xbox to run for optim, you know, optimal settings. Right. That's that's. I don't know. That's. I, I just. Have. I just look at it that way. I mean, it's, it's a good. I mean, it's a good idea. But I think. I mean, yeah. Who wants to spend three hundred dollars every two years? But yeah, at the same I think time, you piss a lot of people off. Yeah, but it. you know what? I mean, I I, I look at stuff. Uh, I mean, I look at try to look at things different ways and give different out, outlooks and different things. I mean, this could be a possibility. You never know, right? I mean, they're microtransactioning us to death right now with yeah. all games. So who's to say these? Uh, you know, who knows? Especially since they're all trying to get into the tabletop and tabletop, uh, tabletop yeah. set boxes. Or, you know, like Xbox is trying to be your cable box. Right? Yeah. PlayStation's now trying to be your cable box. And the exactly. way I think they're doing it, 
this is a little little segue here, but instead of instead of trying to get the channels that are on television to come on to the Xbox, mm-hmm. they're just waiting for technology like YouTube and Netflix yep. Yep. to do what they're doing where they're already there, right? So yep. people are already switching over to Netflix. They they get they cut the cable. They they get rid of that. So they are becoming your set top box. So who's to say that you know? Maybe you don't pay three hundred dollars right up front for the console anymore. Maybe you pay ten dollars a month, or yeah. you know what I mean, or whatever, fifteen dollars a month, or some some sort of some sort of contract or some sort of plan to where you'd be able to upgrade every you know year, or yeah. how, just like just like phones, like you said. Yeah, and I guarantee you, I guarantee you, I mentioned this. I don't know if it was last podcast or I forget who. I've been on so many podcasts recently. I don't even know who I said it anymore. But yeah. I guarantee you, the next systems that come out guaranteed there's not going to be a slot for discs it's going to be all digital oh i i okay i i hate i hate, I hate that it. but i, I agree it. with you but i hate it but i agree with you and they're still going to charge us the same price as yeah. if it was a disc going into it and the one the one reason like here's talk talk all the crap you want about gamestop lots of people do talk all the crap you want about how you know selling games and stuff like that but the the reason i hate that is because if they do make that change, and I do feel it is inevitable, it is going to come eventually at some point where they you go to digital, right? J- just like PC is now, right? With Steam, you know, most of the stuff you get on PC is digital. I don't, I don't really know if you can get a hard copy of a PC game anymore, but right. Um, the thing is, making that change once you buy a game on console, that game, that game's value is 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 nothing at that point. Right. It's it's only for you. That's all you can do with it. Um. And I hate that because I'm I was a collector, not not now, but I was a collector for uh, Xbox 360. I, I had I still have a everything. Ton of, yeah, I had a ton of games and I had my system. Right. Um, when the Xbox one came out, I bought the Xbox one. I kept my 360. Mm-hmm. I didn't trade in my 360 for the Xbox one. I still had all my games. I still had my my 360 because there was a lot of stuff I liked <laughs> playing. And I knew at the time, right, when Xbox One first came out, you were not able to play your 360 games on it. There was no backwards compatibility. There was no, I don't even think there was talk of backwards compatibility. No. Right? So I kept all my stuff because I wanted to play it. There was the hope. There was the hope. There was the hope. Exactly. Right. Yeah, there was the hope. Um, so eventually, um, I wanted, be, being a content creator and wanting to be able to have that variety and play more games, I wanted to get a PS4. I, I I never had a PS3. I jumped from PS2 to PS4. I never had a PS3. But I wanted a PS4 because there was a lot of cool exclusives. Like the way I treat it now is PS4 is my single player system and my my right. my exclusive. So if there's a single player game that comes out, I'll, I'll get it for PS4. If there's an exclusive for PS4 like Uncharted, I'll, I'll grab that, right? And I treat Xbox as my online multiplayer console right. and then exclusives obviously, of course, as well. Um, but the thing is like... If you, I was able to, and, and this is why I, I would hate if we went to digital because I was able to trade in all of my stuff and get my PS4. You know, if we were in a digital age at that point, I wouldn't have been able to do that. Right. I wouldn't have had that option, right? And there's eBay and there's Craigslist and there's all that stuff too. I did it with GameStop because I know I used to work at I, GameStop. I, I know thing. some of the people there and they, they helped me out, right? And there was a big, big promotion at the time. It was like, if you trade in your 360, we'll give you 75 extra dollars towards towards the purchase of a new system, a next generation system. So I took advantage of it and yeah. I got myself a PS4 practically for free for, with all the stuff that I had practically for free. I, I traded in my PS3 to get my Xbox One because yeah. I had a PS3. Uh, I got married back in 2010. Yeah. Someone gave it to us as a Blu-ray player, uh-huh. right? I didn't even ask for it. 
right? They gave it to us as a Blu-ray player. Um, that's what you get when you get married, guys. You get expensive shit that you don't need. So, <laughs> so basically, I got this PlayStation, and I played literally the Uncharted series on it, and I played um, uh, the baseball game, um, the only baseball game that's out. I forget what the hell it's called. MLB? Yeah. Isn't but, it MLB? Yeah, it's the show. The show. MLB the show. The show. The show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, that's it. That's all I played. Um, and I never played it. It was collecting dust, right? After yeah. I played Uncharted. And I've had it for four years. And then last November, not this past November, so a year and two months ago, I purchased my Xbox One. Yeah. And I traded in my PS3. And I had two games. That was it. The Uncharted and yeah. um, and and the show. And they were having a huge promotion where I traded in those things. I was thinking about getting rid of my Xbox. But I was like, mm-hmm. nah, I want to keep my Xbox. That's where my friends are and stuff like that. So I was like, eh, I don't ever play. I don't ever play playstation so i turned it in at the end of everything by trading in everything and the promotion they were giving i paid 175 dollars for my xbox one yeah i was like sold right yeah, i was like exactly they don't yeah. even have deals like that right now going on yeah so, no they don't yeah. so i had to get it and then i sat here right i had my xbox one i would play i and i right when i got it i had assassin's creed unity i had uh destiny and i had grand theft auto 5 right yeah. and i was just like um I don't feel like playing it because I had no friends, right? That had yeah. the Xbox One. So it yeah. just sat there for three months. And then February of last year, I was like, eh, let me start playing Destiny, right? So mm-hmm. I put the Xbox One out in the living room and I had my Xbox 360, what I would stream with. And I just kept playing out in the living room during the day because I was watching my kid during the day where he was a little infant and moved. There's a little blob. So I just sat out there and then at night I would come into my office and play the 360. And I was like, why am I doing this to myself? Why am I playing the 360? Yeah. And then I said, you know what, March, I, I said, screw it. I, I went straight to uh, Xbox One yeah. and I forced, I forced all my friends because they wanted to play with me on Destiny and they yeah. slowly started getting the Xbox One. And yeah. that's the big thing when you own systems, right? It's not what, mm-hmm. what system you want, it's what system your yeah. friends want. And, and, you, and you saw that with my post on Twitter, right, about the division. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it's, I was, I'm, you know, debating PC or console and it's, and like you just said, it's it's about where your friends are at because I mean you don't want to play the division by yourself. I mean, let's be honest, that whole game is is tailored towards playing with yeah. a group of people. So, yeah. you know, it's 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 the same thing. And an, another thing I was going to bring up too about the uh, the digital, um, the digital age, I guess you could say, is uh, the fact that the load times. So I I have pretty decent internet, right? But you get you get to a problem, and I've run into this problem multiple times on my Xbox One with space issues, right? Yep. Um, I'm out so of space they, right now. Yeah, and and if they move to a digital age, it's it's not so much that it's not so much moving to a digital age is gonna it's gonna take up more space, but it's one of those things where you know you'll run into spacious space issues, and you know downloading games and stuff like that. God, I talk about next gen; it takes forever sometimes to install a game on your xbox one yep you like there is almost literally no point in going to a midnight release anymore because by the time you get home and you put it in and you install it it's like three or four in the morning that's, sometimes that's why digital is is, is better because yeah. i did it for star wars yep and they let you pre-download it mm-hmm. before that, the, the release and that's what i was gonna say that is that is the one good thing about about digital is yep you might still run into space issues but you can at least maybe preload a game or you can you know, do something like that. You won't be able to sell it, obviously, which is the part that sucks because you won't have a physical. And for me, I like having a physical copy. I like having 
you know, something to hold with a disc inside. Right. Like a game box. Like I, I like that for collection purposes, right? I do. But, but at the same time, I can see the 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 way advantages it's going. Of, yeah, because yeah. honestly, I have all my old games yep. from every system that I've ever owned, except my PlayStation 3, which I traded in for my Xbox One. Okay. Yeah. I have every single system. Yeah. And I have all these games. And yeah. what do I what am I doing with them? I yeah. never ever pick them up and put them back in the machine. Very rarely yeah. do I pick up one or two. I, I'll play Red Dead Redemption or I'll play something like that. But for the most part, they sit there. Where if it's digital, right? You just delete it off your hard drive. And if you want to play it again, you just download it. Download it again. Exactly. And, and and that's a perk as well. Like that's one of the reasons why I got rid of my 360. Because I figured, oh well shit. I mean, if I get a PS4, I'll have some next generation stuff to play, right? Some next generation games, some and, and and my games they just sat there just right. like you said. I, I never I never put them back. Once I got the Xbox One, and I, I I around the time I got my Xbox One, I actually upgraded my PC too, so I was able to play a lot of PC games. Right. And you know it just sits there. It really does. It just it it sits there. There's you don't really pick them up. You don't really put them back in. And and you know you might as well sell them. Right? I think you might I well think get as human beings we just love collecting shit. Yeah. I mean let's do. look at it. We play Skyrim. You're hoarders. You play Fallout. You're hoarders. Right? Yeah. Everything you do, every game you play, if it's an open mm-hmm. world game, you're trying to collect as much shit, useless stuff that you need. And that's what we do in our daily lives. Right. Oh, yeah. Oh, we, yeah. I call it tchotchkes. Right. I mean, and now look, I'm, <laughs> I'm collecting these. Right. I'm collecting these uh, figurines for for the Disney Infinity. I don't ever play yeah. the game. I just collect yeah. the figurines because I think they're cool. Why? Yeah. Because I'm a, I'm a creature of, of habit. <laughs> right. And I yep. love collecting stuff. I was I was gonna get into those uh, not it's not the Disney ones but it's so what are they called the the little figurines of the pop pop cap or pop you talking about these guys right here those yep <laughs> I was I was gonna get into those yeah yeah, yeah, yeah I, my, I, my girlfriend I was I was walking around in the mall towards Christmas time and I, I'm a huge uh, TMNT fan I grew okay. up with TMNT the arcade version um, and uh, I saw that they had each one of the turtles and I was like that is so cool. Like how cool would that be to just sit on your desk, right? right. And just collect for collection, right. just to stare at, to right? Collect dust. That's the only thing they collect. Yeah, it really <laughs> is. And I, I, I've really died down. Um, I used to be a huge fan, especially when I worked at GameStop, because when you work at a game store, you're really tempted to spend more money than you may normally would. Um, but I was a huge uh, collector of collector's editions, if that ma- if that makes sense. So okay, yeah. I have a lot of statues. I've got the Titanfall one. I've got a Halo. I'm I've same, got a Halo I'm guy. I've got Max got- Payne. I've got Dante's Inferno. I've got Guild Wars 2. I've got like just a bunch of statues, right? So um, I, I do. I, I like collecting. I collect Because I like decking thing. out my room. I yeah. like doing the busts and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, huge stuff. All right. Let's go on. Um, we're going to skip the next story, and we're going to go straight into um, – we're going to talk about Destiny real fast. And then after okay. Destiny, we're going to go into the Division. Okay. Oh, man, what is there to talk about? No, I'm just- yeah, right. <laughs> let's just skip Destiny. Right? Yeah. No, um, so let's, let's talk about Destiny for a second because, because that's all you need really right now is a second. Um, mm-hmm. There's nothing going on, right? Um, and at this point, as a player, right, you've, yeah. you've given – I've played since day one. I've played before day one when I had the alpha and the beta. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if you did that. I, I did not, no. Okay. It, has Sarge been replaced? No, no. Uh, Sarge is, uh, I forgot that Sarge was on an airplane uh, going <laughs> to New York. So uh, we, we, I had to find a fill-in. So this is this is Paul. So so Destiny, uh, is a. it seems like they've abandoned us, right? It just seems like they forgot about us. It was all this hype up going into the Taken King. 
and we're like we were so excited we saw the taken king we play the taken king we we're like oh yeah. my god this is what the game should have been right mm-hmm. um and we can go into what it should have been that's another yeah go watch there's past still, episodes still, right there's still another story there there's, yeah uh, they're going to past episodes i go on plenty of rants about it but now we go into the year two and they give us this festival of lights before that was the first thing they did in year two was the yeah. festival of lights and yep. it was fun for mm-hmm. you know a little bit but the the masks and stuff because the year before they just gave us jack-o'-lanterns and that was it and you're like yeah, hey, yeah. you know people that are mmo fans were like what like wow did they decorate the the, the yeah. tower they do a whole bunch of stuff you know what i mean yeah. um so they give us the festival of lights and then they give us nothing right mm-hmm. and then they give us the sparrow league racing league yeah uh and to me that's 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 a cop-out too right this is not yeah yeah this is not content this is i don't know this is filler right this is just a uh let's keep them here here's what's in our left hand they slug you with the right you know what I mean? or, yeah or the yeah. left and it's like what are they what are they doing like as a fan of destiny right now everyone's like oh man i love this game so much but what come on bungie come yeah. on they said they're not doing anything till the 21st they're not going to announce anything till the 21st so there goes january right yeah maybe maybe they announce it and go hey before the month ends we'll we'll drop the the next thing and i think it's called the dawning i think it's called the uh, dawning yeah, yeah yeah it's well it's i think i don't know if it's been confirmed yet i think no, it's, it's not confirmed spe- it's it's rumor it's speculation yeah, speculation yeah. Yeah. i got my i'll get i'll tell you where i got it from i got it from more console that's where i, I saw it okay yeah, uh, yeah more console on youtube uh showed I, I made a few videos about it too yeah yeah so it's, that's, that's where a, i saw it it's speculation as of right now but so yeah how do you feel as a destiny player yourself of what Bungie's doing right now uh, not not highly. I mean, I I thought I really thought that they were going to try to uh, kick out you know 2016 strong and, and give us something. But but they are they to be fair, they they have said and I'm not defending Bungie, but they but they have said that the first event of and we are on this new event based right. system, right? right? There's not like DLC where they just throw everything at you and then you just play it as many times as you want. It's going to be a come and go type type thing apparently is what they're saying so um but they 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 have said and i don't know if this was through twitter or a website post or whatever but they did say the first event of 2016 was supposed to be that similar of the size of festival of the lost which is which is why people are rumoring the the dawning that's what we think the dawning is going to be and then the second event that takes place of 2016 is supposed to be bigger than anything we've seen so bigger than the taken king yeah but no 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 Bigger than anything we've seen of the free content. Yes. Not yes. paid content. Yes. Right? So, so that's the wording they use. They yeah. Say, and, bigger and than that's, anything you've seen. Well, we haven't seen anything. <laughs> that's the that's the scary part too, because what exactly is that gonna be? Right. Is it gonna be is it gonna be another raid? Is it gonna be you know, nobody knows, right? I mean, it's all speculation at this point. So as a Destiny player, I would say I'm I'm in my phase right. Well, the the only reason I'm playing Destiny right currently is because I'm trying to raise up another character that I just recently started. Right. I've got a warlock that's like level seven or eight, so I'm trying to get that up to raid level. Um, but if I already had characters, all three characters that were at raid level, right now would be the time where I'm pretty much saying, okay, well, what other games can I play right, until they later. release something? Right. Yeah. What other games can I play to keep me occupied until they release something in Destiny? So. I think that's the phase that a lot of players are at right now. See, I mean, my mentality is because I got burned 
because we raised all our, our gear up and then the dark below came out and then you had yeah. to re-level it up again yeah. right and then when house of wolves came out they did a new system right and then people just came in and started getting the same guns as you did even though yeah. like, you know what i mean because then zerg was selling them then the taken king came out and they changed it again i'm in the mentality set now where i don't care about the raid gear right yeah i've never run the raid once fully through i got up to oryx never killed them okay i got to i want to just because the person in me wants to complete the game right yeah and, and do yeah. that um and get the the grimoire score up but that's my only drive is to do it once and yeah. then never do it again because and I, yeah i know yeah. when the next content comes out if it's before the destiny 2 or destiny 2 whatever they're gonna do it's gonna be obsolete it's gonna be obsolete and then yeah. basically i could put the disc in day one or non-disc if i download it digitally okay and just catch up to everybody and then get stuff yeah. and then start the new the, the new journey right yeah so that's that's where i'm at right I, like lono just keeps running the raid and running the raid and getting the gear and he's got three characters i think at 319 or a couple of them yeah, at 320 yeah. or whatever that, and, that's what i'm trying to do yeah right that's what i'm trying to do currently. and i really don't have any any drive to, to do that because yeah. i know soon as let's say okay let's say i do do it right yeah and i spend the next two months grinding the shit out of it okay and then let's say i get to 320 and then the next day they go, oh, by the way, we're releasing the next content tomorrow, which gets you up to 340. And I'll be like, oh, son of a fucking bitch. Right? Because- well, it's, it's not going to be, they're not going to say it like that. They're, here's what they're going to say. That's they're going to say, like. they're going to say, fuck you. Here's the new content. <laughs> right. All your shit is obsolete now. Right. Have fun. Right. Like that. That's, but like, here's, here's my thing, right? When you look at, when you look at MMOs, when you look at Guild Wars, Guild Wars, I don't know if you've seen Guild Wars or played yeah, it or whatever. Played it. It is it is a really good example of of what an MMO should be like. And I, I never really got into World of Warcraft. I've seen it enough to know about it. But why not why not find ways to because because at this point, let's be honest, right? Let's be honest. At this point, if you don't have the Taken King, why why are they why are they catering to those people? Do not do not cater to those people. Right. Make those people, right, get the Taken King. I mean I, I don't want to make it seem like it's pay to pay to play or or anything like so that. You're but say, you're saying that if if I get Destiny two, mm-hmm. before I get Destiny two, I have to get Taken King. Is that what no, 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 no. Not not saying you have to, but what I am saying is I feel like there are things that they are they are leaving out for their hardcore players, right? With because when they come out with something new, everything is obsolete. Right. I mean, your, your gear is no longer your gear just sucks. Your weapons suck. You know, you can't it's just you can't do anything with them. And I feel like um, you just why not take that content? Right. Why not take things like Prison of Elders? Why not take things like the weapons, like the Galahorn, the Thorn? Like, why not find out ways to implement that within the game so that there's more variety? Right. right. So that there, it's not just what they release. Everybody plays the shit out of it. Everybody gets bored of it. Everybody does everything. There's nothing left for people to do anymore. Why not find out ways to incorporate your entire game? And then as each year comes out, right, as each content flow comes out, why not just build, why not use those to build up your games instead of literally starting your game over? Right. Why not find out a way to make the game bigger, to make the game broader? And and, and this is what we were talking about on, on, on Monday night. You know, we were saying that they better hit the mark with Destiny 2 because people are really, really expecting, you know, what the game should 
B, are they going to hit that mark? That's that's up. That's all. That's all I'm saying. I'm not trying to sound negative or anything, but but why not? Why not figure out ways to implement systems where you can use the tools and resources that you gave people in year one and come up with something that works, right? I I said it way. Oh, what happened to our stream? I think our stream went down. Oh, did it? Uh, is it up, guys? Uh, let me refresh. Hang on. Let's just hold on one second. I don't know why it did that. Uh, no, no, it's loading. It's good. It's back up. It's I think. Back up. We lost you guys. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. Why, I don't go. know why it okay. did that, but you didn't miss anything. We stopped talking. So yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So. I, I said that a bunch of different times, like just the way, like you said with Guild Wars and stuff like that. Yeah. I, I think they need to, the way they, the way the guns need to get upgraded, the way your your character gets upgraded, they, they need to make a tweak. Like no matter what happens, it's based on, they say from the very beginning, they're like, your, your character's legendary. Yeah. But yet you all look the same. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And basically they're doing the exact same thing again now. Okay. With the raid where... You get this raid gun. You get this gun with this. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, and you yep. you look the same. I don't care if there's three different sets. I don't even know because I don't even know what's in the raid as far as if there is multiple sets of raid gear. The, the really only the only difference at this point is really the shaders. Like everybody's got the same gear, so, right? I mean, right. so everyone, great. I should be able to take piece by piece, and because it's not good for that raid, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe you can infuse it by taking, let's say, this one chess piece is really good at hand cannons, right? Yeah, so you take yeah. that one piece, that one perk off that one, mm -hmm. and give it to another chess piece, right? That's because, that's what they do in Guild Wars. It's called tra right, they they have these things called transmutation stones. They need to do that. And if you get that, you're able to take a piece of gear, especially the looks, the aesthetics, right? Some people like, uh, you know, in MMO games, it's it's very common for people to want their character to look cool, right? right. So that's what they do. They, they say, okay, well, you can take this perk if you like this perk on this weapon, and you can put it on this weapon. So now you have the looks of this weapon, but the perk of that weapon, right? right? So I, what, I agree. That, that's I agree. what they need to do, right? They need yeah. to do that. I don't, I don't think they need, you know, I, I don't know. I just, they just need to fix something because what they're doing right now is not making me want to continue playing this Destiny. Yeah. Okay, mm -hmm. will I go back for Iron Banner? Yes, I like playing the PvP Iron Banner section. Will yeah. I try the Sparrow League Racing 2? Yes. But coming back and and then actually coming back and enjoying it, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't see them doing anything. Let's just say, because Fury earlier in the chat said that they're going to wait closer to Destiny 2, but here's the problem if they do that. Let's say they release some big chunk of content, right? Yeah. That some people will play right away, yeah. a, a small percentage, and then everyone else will get it later. I don't think they want to push something so close to Destiny 2 no. because they want people to get Destiny 2. You know what I'm saying? The, and, the, and, the, and they want people to get Destiny 2, but they also want to they want to make Destiny 2 right. And I feel like you hope. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like that's I feel like that's another reason why they're moving over to the event system because the event system in in their hopes and what they're saying is that they're going to give it, you know, the biggest thing blah blah blah, but will it happen? I don't know. But the thing that the event system does is it allows them to create events that come and go. Right. It allows them to focus more development time and more whatever on Destiny 2. It allows them to 
just spread out that space for you know leading up to Destiny 2 and I feel like that's what their goal is right now because I think they've heard a lot from the community and I think that they know that look guys you know I, I'm sure their staff is talking and I'm sure their staff has had many meetings where they're like look guys we need to get this right oh. like we we need like when we gave people Destiny you know they people had complaints it wasn't what you know we said it might have been it wasn't what people were expecting but for this destiny too like they're probably saying guys we need to get this right we need to we need to take some we need to take some development time from destiny and we need to get we need to put development time on destiny too I'm, and we have to get this right i'm hoping that all this quietness that they're doing even when they release i know they're going to release something and it's not going to be it's going to be cool but it's not going to be like oh taking king yeah. like status i'm hoping this quiet streak that they did is them working and then making the best possible experience for Destiny 2. I'll yep. be I'll I'll forgive them. It, really who do they care if we forgive them or not, right? They yeah. they got yeah. our money regardless cuz they know we're on a on a 10-year adventure with them. I know it, it's not 10 years like every game, you know, every but over 10 years they're going to come out with Destiny 2, 3, 4 yeah. and and 5 or whatever it is. Um yeah. so hopefully because of the silence that they're doing right now, the game becomes what we wanted and not this like piece together. Like they really didn't know what the hell they were doing. Kind of like, let's just experiment. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Yeah. You think when you have I, a plan, think... you put it together and then make the game, not go, hmm, I like what that guy said in the chat. Let's uh yeah. let's implement that. that. And that and that's what that's what a lot of people feel that they're doing, right? Like a lot of people feel like they were given a game that was half-assed or they were given a game that was not on par with what it should have been. And I feel like everyone knew that, right? right? I don't feel like that was a secret. And they slowly started adding things. I mean, obviously there's a lot of complaints. They're still not there, but I feel like with destiny Two, they, they, they need to be there because if they're not, they're going to hear more of an outlash than they already are. Right. I think that's safe to say. And that's not going to look good. But and I will I will say this too, I feel like with big companies like Bungie and and developers and and publishers and I think quietness right. I don't always think quietness is a bad thing. No, I think no, it's not. I think it can be a good thing. But and what they did for the last year was just in your face, in your face, in your face, marketing, exactly. marketing, marketing, and then all exactly. of a sudden they just fell off the face of the earth. They did. They they really did fall off the face. They really did. And it's one of those things where this quietness could be a good thing. There there could be something huge in the works right now, right? And they're trying to keep it quiet. Right. And and that's awesome to think about that possibility. But it's also one of those things where like, you don't want to get too hyped up. Right. Because we've seen the pattern already, right? And and you don't want to get too hyped up because you could be really disappointed down the line. So. All right. One, one last thing. Uh, Lonos yep. actually said it. Uh, he thinks a new class is coming out before the end of the year before the end of destiny before year one's done or year two's done i i hope so because that would at least give people something to do see i don't i don't think they would do something that good i don't know i I would hope i i god i hope i'm wrong when you think and when let's 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 talk about this too right because when you think of of them introducing a new character right like that's a big fucking thing huge that's huge right i think everybody would agree about that but the thing is do you do you announce that, right? Do you announce that in Destiny year year one, or I'm sorry, year two? Do you announce that now, and then come out with a, a brand new like Destiny two? Like, but is 
is that going to be taking away your hype from Destiny 2? Could there be new characters in Destiny 2 that people could play? But are you going to release one now? You know let, what I'm saying? Let, like, that's let, let me interrupt thing. you real quick. I just, it just came to my head. What about yeah. if they did this this content that comes out? If yeah. it's the next one or one more before Destiny 2 comes out. Yeah. What about if you did, and it, it's story driven, right? Mm-hmm. So what about if you did a story where all of a sudden you you catch wind of a new character, right? Yeah. And you mm-hmm. have to save him, okay? He's part of the story plot. Yeah. So this is sort of like the cliffhanger that the chat was talking about, right? Mm-hmm. So you do these missions where maybe you find him in a different part of the galaxy or maybe whatever it is, right? Yeah. You find him and then release him. You don't get to play him until yeah. Destiny 2, but you unlock him. Like, it's just part of the storyline that you're like, oh, yeah. shit. We're going to yeah. get, like, a warrior or something. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. something yeah. uh, to really, See, like, I've always hyped it I, up. I've always said, I, I said this on Monday when we were doing uh, Lono's podcast, the Rages Roundtable. Uh, Mondays, 8.30 p.m. You guys don't know. That's right, um, 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Get that plug Monday. in there. Um, <laughs> but uh, what was it? What was I going to say? Oh, the the uh, new character. I think it would be cool, right? And I know Titan is kind of borderline on this, but I think it would be cool to have some sort of like like healing class, right? Oh. I, I, I think that that'd be neat. I think it would add some variety, and I would definitely play the shit out of it because whenever I played Guild Wars or whenever I played anything like that, I was always... That's interesting. That's I love nice. playing the support class. I love, you know, healing care. And they're actually having that in the division, by the way. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, in yeah I did in the, in, the, in the trailer. They're, they're having a healing class, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be playing the shit out of that. That will be the first character that I play. Um, but if they did something like that in Destiny, think of the... Like an alchemist think of, or like think a of the, or something like that. Yeah, like think of the game, like how that would change and affect the gameplay, right? Especially in PvP. Um, but I don't know. I, I think something like that would be interesting, right? Like have a have a character who whose main um, main priority is to is to support and to keep the other guardians alive. I, I think that that would be an awesome thing to do. I yeah. really, really do. And like I said, the Titan is kind of borderline that, right? Yeah. Especially the Defender yeah. Titan. Um, but yeah, I don't know. the bubble I, that I he think puts up. Yeah. That would be that, that would be neat. interesting. It definitely yeah. would be interesting. I, I never even thought about putting a, a like a medic class in there. Yeah. Hell, I yeah. mean, even if they Well, I guess all the perks are done because there's no subclasses anymore. Like there's have no extra it, box. Have it to where like you can like what if what if they made a medic class or a healer class, right? Where there was a certain gun that was exclusive to that class where they could aim it at someone and shoot a stream. Of hell, like a Ghostbuster, like like uh yeah, like yeah, stream. like and and what if like like you know how the Warlock has the Nova bomb, right? Where they, yep. they they shoot that thing. That why not like do something like that? And like you can like shoot it down on the ground, and it creates like this like this puddle, right? And if people walk into the puddle, they get healed or something. Like I I don't know. I just I think of the possibilities with that. that actually, think, that might actually be pretty interesting. And let's yeah. just think about it because Fury said, "What about if they did the raid parties up to eight? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. what about if they did like if they add the other character? What about if patrol missions were like at least four people? You know yeah. What I mean? And I've always I've always thought that three was the weirdest number. Weirdest man. number, like, isn't it, it? It really is. Like I because I always have that fourth person that I that wants to play. Right. I've got my two brothers, so it's perfect for us. I've got two brothers, an older brother and a younger brother. So that creates a perfect three. But we have this other buddy that lives kind of close to us that we usually like to play with. Right. And it just ruins it. Right. It, it just ruins the fourth, it. He, it would be like he's the third wheel, but really he's the fourth wheel. And yeah, usually yeah, four yeah. wheels really jive, but not in this game. Yeah, and it just—I don't know. It, it's the tricycles only, my friends. Tricycles only. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. It, it weird, three is the weirdest number, man. I just—I I I never think understood. Four would be good. I mean, hell, at least do seven. 
right? Yeah. Because yeah. Bungie's all about this number seven thing. So yeah. what about if they made it actually seven, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'll yep. take that. All right. So the last thing we're going to be talking about on today's show yep. is uh, The Division. Okay. The Division, I, I, I don't have any of the trailer. I'm just going to show stills. Yeah. Um, yeah. What did you think? Okay, I've played the alpha. Okay, I don't even know, honestly, if I'm allowed to talk about it uh, <laughs> or not, but I'm going to because uh, in two weeks' time, it'll be out. And no uh, one's going to care. For, for beta, <laughs> right. And no one's going to give right. two shits about what I'm saying right now. Yeah. I'm not going to talk bad about it, but I'm also not going to talk good about it. I'm going to give you my honest opinion of uh, of what I played. So, the vision, did you play the alpha? No. Okay. Did I anybody, wanted to. I couldn't get anybody in. anybody in the chat play the alpha? I would love to hear the rebuttal or, you know, yeah, uh, yeah. as I say their, stuff. Their thoughts, yeah. So, basically, the game looks beautiful. I mean, it looks beautiful. The, the actual trailers don't do justice until you start walking around yourself. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It, it, I, it, I can only imagine. It's, it's immaculate. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to talk neutral about it. I am. Uh, so, it's a beautiful thing. And if you actually live in New York or have been to New York, uh, you could literally get yourself around the whole city. It's to the T, like all the streets. You were you were telling me that you can walk around without even having without even looking map. at a map. I know yeah. where all the streets. Connect. See, that is cool. Okay. That is so. Neat. I think that's that's amazing. Okay, mm-hmm. um, sort of like it reminds me of um, Vice City a little bit. Like yeah, or, yeah. Like down in Miami, it's almost the same streets. They weren't named the same, but you you knew your way around. Yeah. Um, so in this in this uh, it looks phenomenal. Okay, and now my problem with it looking so phenomenal <clears throat> is there's so little. And now this was the alpha. There's so little to do physically in the world that you're in, right? Mm-hmm. Like there's garbage moving around. There's trash cans everywhere. There's cars, abandoned cars. There's, there's everything. And you can't just walk up like Fallout style and like search that vehicle or search yeah. that garbage can. Okay. There's only certain uh, different spots on the map. Like there's treasure, ch- like not treasure chests. Uh, uh, there's like uh, containers or uh, equipment in certain places in certain buildings. Yeah, that you would go in and, and, and get your gun or get your bullets or get whatever. I think that's a missed opportunity from them. I think Absolutely. because the game is so immersive and so beautiful that you should be able to search a car or search the thing and go pretty much wherever you want. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now you can go wherever you want. You just can't interact with anything. Yeah. Um, yeah. Lots of doors are shut. Lots of things you can't, can't interact with. So that was one of my discrepancies there, but I loved the way it, it looked. Now the gunplay to me, um, obviously it's a third person. It's not a first person. Yeah. Um, it's a little clunky. Okay. It's okay. a little like a uh, little clumsy as you get like behind. Uh, uh, Jesus Christ. And my brain is like cover <laughs> cover. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, you get behind cover. It's not as smooth as destiny where you're shooting. Okay. Um, yeah. And, and, and surprisingly, I mean, destiny's 30, 30 fps but yeah. sometimes i swear that game runs at 60 yeah yeah it's it's, it's honest to god destiny has got the cleanest hit markers and everything in, yeah. in any game i've ever played um i know people say csgo or something like that i've never played it like i said mm-hmm. that i've ever played there's uh, there's lag there's lag in multiplayer but the, i feel like the hit markers right. and the accuracy is 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 there right it's there. um this game is a little clunky when it comes to the, the gun uh, and the aiming and stuff like that, but I you kind of get used to it after yeah. you play a little bit, especially since I've played Destiny a lot, and yeah. then I went to go play the alpha, and I was playing at the same time, I was playing another uh, alpha of another game, and mm-hmm. it was just 
you know when you play a game so much and then you go to another one you're just like you're confused yeah um, you start pressing the wrong buttons right and, yeah so it is yeah. cool though the way you upgrade your character and stuff um you know there's different sections of the map you go to so if you want to be more of a medic you go to these medic sections and you do uh-huh. these, you do these um, little little missions a lot of side quests to upgrade that you can go to your base of operations and upgrade your medical section in your base mm-hmm. uh so you can get higher tier stuff um it, it is very cool yeah. now in the trailer um which is the new trailer too by the way yeah, guys the, 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 new, the new trailer yeah, yeah talk the about new the one new one that trailer. just recently came out now where they talk about your base now in the, the alpha that i played when you went into your base like the main operations base it was just you it yeah. wasn't you didn't see anybody else uh any other players in your world was there any like com- like computer NPC, NPCs, like any... yeah there's plenty of npcs and computers okay. around yeah. um it was a little stale with the with the bot with the um the ai because the ai yeah. has like the same like five six characters of the factions that okay. were walking around but destiny has the same, same yeah situation right mm-hmm. uh same guys with hoods and masks and stuff like that yeah so when you go into your base, though, it's just you. It's not another social area like the tower. But in the very beginning of the game, when you get onto the to the island, uh, there's a little section, and you see other players. And yeah. then you can meet up with them there and then go to the dark zone, or you can meet up with them there and then enter a squad-based map area, mm-hmm. okay? And then you start doing missions together. So yeah. there, there is that. But as far as the base upgrading, I know you were asking me and before the show started, um, is it where people can come in into your base? I don't know. I, I don't know if it's like if we're both in the same building and I go up to my medic bay, I don't know if I'm level three there and you're level four and like yeah. you can get different things there if, than I can get. If you watch, if you watch the trailer too, there there's actually a part in the trailer where they show uh being in there was like it's like a uh, abandoned school gym right or like like some sort of gym yeah and um they they actually show he's walking in and you can see other players standing around and and you and you get you get the idea that they're not computer players or they're not npcs because they have names above their head and they're interacting with him as he's walking in uh, the actual still of it yeah yeah and and you you know you walk in and you see these players with the names above their heads and and whatnot so you you would think that those are those are people that can go in. You guys can work as a team to upgrade your your facility, right? Your base or whatever you want to call it. Um, but my my big question is the map is only so big, right? So how many of these bases are around in the map? And if I'm playing online with my group of buddies, what if you know they say that you can run into people in the dark zone? You can yep. run into different groups of people. What if those groups of people have the same base I do or um and then another thing that I I saw um in the trailer is that the game is very what well, well it looks like it's very very level based oh, um well, the gu- it looks levels. like it looks like the guns have levels yes. it looks like your character has levels and so here here's another thing that I was talking to my brother about actually after we watched the trailer was if I like if you're going to make it to where you can kill other online players right you, like you can come, you can come up to them. You can decide, uh, hey, do you, you know, you want to be friends, or are they going to start shooting at you? Right, anything, anything can go. Um, but I, I would, I would think that if you are going to be in a firefight with these people, they have to make it rewarding of some sort, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. So, what happens if I'm a level fifteen and you're a level three, right? 
and I come, I come up to you and your group of guys, and you guys are a little bit lower level than, than my group, right? So what happens if we kill you guys off? And because, because the characters are level-based and because the weapons are level-based, am I going to be able to, like, am I going to get anything from killing you, right? Am I going to be able to get anything rewarding that I can actually use? Or is your stuff going to be, you know, lower, like it's stuff that I've already had, I can't use it, like, and, and vice versa, right? If you're level three and you come across my guys and you kill me, is 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 that is getting my stuff going to jump you to that level, or are you not going to be able to use I it? Like, I don't I don't know that answer because how, when I yeah. played when I played the alpha, um, I believe you had to be a level five or six to get into the dark zone. Yeah, and then they only let us level up to level eight. Okay, so there wasn't too much of a discrepancy between levels. Okay, you know what I mean. Yeah. So yeah. when we fought against a six level six or level eight. We were all pretty much the same level, all killing each other. Um, well, you see, you see my concern with that, yeah, though. Yeah, absolutely. Like, if you're if you're going to be killing other online players, there's got to be some sort of reward system, or there's got to be some sort of way that it's it's. So, in other words, what I'm saying is, if I if I don't want to kill this guy, right, but he starts shooting at me, and I realize it's either me or him, and I right. start shooting back at him, there's got to be some reason for that, right? It can't just be like this bland PVP where like people are just killing each other. And for what, for what reason? I'm, you know I'm, what assuming, I'm, saying? I'm assuming that if you were like, let's say I was a level 10 and you were level five, but you were with two other guys, you were all yeah. level five. So it was three on one, right? Mm-hmm. I'm doing more damage to you, but yet you guys are three on, you know, you're, yeah. you're teaming me. Um, as soon as you, yeah, that's right. Chat. I said that you can make fun of me. Uh, <laughs> so basically if you kill me, I would assume you get a better reward and dark zone points. Yeah. Because you killed a higher level where uh, if I'm a higher level, I probably don't want to mess with lower level guys because if I do, you're going to net me nothing, right? You know what I'm exactly. saying? Exactly, yeah. So I'm assuming they're yeah. going to have some sort of system like that. I don't know. Like yeah. I said, in the, in the alpha, you, you couldn't tell. Um, so yeah, there you go. Th- three on one for <laughs> real. Yeah. So basically, um, I don't know that that scenario. Um, it's it's for- interesting to think about how that how that that – um, that mechanic is going to work, right? right? Like with the leveling up, because I saw at least two levels. Like you said, I saw a gun, I saw a gun level the in the trailer, are, and I saw a character. The guns level. are very cool because you can upgrade the guns and you can oh, add yeah, like certain saw. scopes yep. and certain hand crypts and yep. certain something that Destiny should have done. That um, looks neat. That that yep. that is cool because you can do different things, and then certain gloves and certain things that you wear give you perks. Okay. Um, and you can change everything. So I've heard the customization. Customization is awesome. crazy. It's absolutely yeah. crazy. It's a lot to do with customization. Um, now, is it where is it with Destiny where like, like we were talking about earlier with like the in Guild Wars how they have the transmutation stone where you can take the aesthetics of something. See, like my my thing is the the thing that kills uh, customization right in a game. And I feel like Destiny has killed this. I'm sorry, but I do have to say this. Like. The raid gear, for instance. Yep. Some of the best gear in the game, right? So you're forced to wear right. the raid gear. You're forced to wear the, not here. See, and, and that's the thing. Like, yeah. if I, if this, if if I if I see this backpack in, in the division, right? And I come along and I pick up this backpack. This backpack gives me better perks. It's a higher level. Right. But I like this backpack more. Right. You can, and see, it sounds it break, sounds so mundane. Backpack down and start putting stuff over. Like, you see, can, and that's cool, yeah. and and that's awesome. And it sounds like it sounds so it sounds so mundane, and it sounds so like 
no, petty of me to say that, but it, but, w- but when you're really enjoying the experience, it, it, yeah. can, it really comes down to those simple things, that right? Should, that, like should it, be, um, that should be the, the pinnacle of games now, right? Like when you yeah. have customization in a game, it should be customization like this, not like exactly. Destiny, where yeah. everyone's going. You're forced. Where you're forced to wear certain basically things. Basically what it is is Destiny's a triangle, right? It's like the, the food pyramid. Okay, there's yep. like a hundred different pieces of armor down here. Then there's like ten pieces here. Then like three pieces here. Then the, yeah. the number one, where if you're going up a level, you're gonna get this piece of armor no matter what you do. Okay, okay. and that's the top yeah. of the top of armor that you can get. Yeah. Where in this game, it's like this, right? It's constantly the same. There's there's forty different. See, that, types that's of different that's things. good to hear. I like that. That's so good to hear. At least at least from at least from what I played in the alpha, um, I didn't look like anybody else. That I was playing, and, th- and that and that's awesome. And we were I only love level that. eight, so I'm assuming, yeah. you know. And then I had some, I had some more powerful guns that some people didn't find yet. So it was, it was interesting. And then I upgraded my weapons as much as I could for the, for yeah. the alpha. It was definitely interesting. Like my biggest concern, though, for for division, um, is when I played it, I was like, man, this is really a lot like Destiny as far yeah. as the grind goes and stuff. That's like what that. people have been saying, yeah. Um, I'm I'm okay with the grind. It's just yeah. it's such a game because it's a it's an open world game. It's mm-hmm. online. You can play single player, um, same like Destiny, right? Mm-hmm. Um, there's instances that you can go into and be co op. You can only go with four other people in this game, so that's one up on Destiny, right? You only go do three yeah. and the other. Um, now I don't know. So, if so it's a it's a total squad of five. Uh, no, I think it's total it, for the division. Three. I'm trying to think now. Maybe it is five. Maybe okay. it is five. I think that when I played, I think there was only. For my group, I don't know if there could okay. be five. Because um, I think in the in the trailers that they've shown off, I think I've seen at least four. I think I have. It I looks like four. four. Yeah, I'm looking at the. Uh, I brought it up on screen. It looks like uh, four characters in the squad. So yeah, I don't think you can get five. Uh, okay. You and three that, that, guys. but that's good though. Four is a good number. Yeah, four is a nice round number. Yeah. So, like I said, the the grind to me is not the, the bad part about the game. It's just yeah. the similarities. I mean, yes, this is realistic. You're in like New York. It's like present day, you know, somewhat where destiny's in the future. Um, so I'm not comparing the two like that. I'm just comparing the, the basically the game mechanics, the way it's, it's done. Um, I am excited about this. I am really excited about this. And I don't know if I'm more excited because I wasn't excited about it before. I don't know if yeah. I'm more excited about it now because destiny is on a lull. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, here it comes. Let me let me play this. And it's gonna be it's gonna be an easy transition for right, us, right? Right. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if that's the reason I'm excited, more excited about it now. Um, and then maybe I'll lose excitement. Maybe once Destiny announces something to us. Yep. But as far as right now, uh, the beta comes out. Hopefully, I'm assuming they they're letting us stream it. So yeah, I'll be playing yep. that. And then when it comes, did you out, get into the beta? Um, I signed up. I haven't heard okay. back. Because I I I I know they said you have to pre-order. To no, get you, into the beta, you I think to. you can. You, you don't can have get to. In, yeah, you okay. can get in without pre-order. But I, I think I, I think I do. Matter of fact, before I even found out, and this was I think even before I got my upgraded PC, I think I have it pre-ordered right now for Xbox One. So I think I'll be able to get into that beta. Yeah. So and if not, I think um, I have someone trying to get me a beta okay. as well. We'll have to we'll have to stream it together if that's the case. Yeah, that'd absolutely. Be I'm a late night, so if you're on, I'm I'm, yeah, I'm here. That that'd be fun. Um, as far as the the. Uh, the base that you said where you see other people like yeah. this gym, I think it is. It looks like a gym. I think that has to do with the underground. Now I haven't okay. seen the underground, the alpha, the alpha, uh, you've got to go above it and, and, and it says, Oh, underground base. And you couldn't go in cause it would say you're out of bounds. Okay. Um, so I couldn't go in. I'm assuming the things above ground, your base, your hub above ground is your single player 
home base. Yeah. You can upgrade your stuff in single player and for co-op missions. Mm-hmm. This down here, I believe, is for the dark zone, right? So wherever you, oh, bless you. So wherever you. you, wherever you do in the dark zone, you would go to these bases where other people are living, you know, or in your world, living together uh, in the world, like the tower. And this yeah. is where you would upgrade and buy the good gear, because this yeah. is where they, this is the gear that you want when you're going to get up against other people. The dark zone is basically the raid or the PvP uh, of destiny. Of, yeah. of, of, of destiny. So it's it's definitely going to be interesting to see the dark zone because I hopefully it doesn't turn out to be like Red Dead Redemption, where if you're by yourself you're screwed because as soon as you pop in the world you know everyone just yeah. starts shooting you over yeah, and over yeah. and over. Um, yeah. That was that was brutal in in online on on Red Dead Redemption. Yeah. So hopefully it it's not like that um, where you get ganked every single time you, you get in. And two two things that I'm still curious about as well, and you might be able to uh, answer one of these. Um, well, one of the things I wanted to come back. Tez, Tez said in the chat, he said, um, "I'll grind if I can dive in," and I, I think that's a I think that's an awesome Absolutely. point to make because I think a lot of gamers forget like there's 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 going to be grind in games. Like I, I just, we're not we're not at the point where it, our technology is not at the point where developers can offer us like something that is just so unlimited. Right? There's going to be a grind to games, but I feel like. I feel like the answer to the grind is a company that will come out with updates, will come out with free content, will come out with DLC on the regular so that it keeps giving people good things to do and not just shitty content, right? We, right. you know, like good playable content. So that was one thing I wanted to point out. Another thing, and this is kind of, I don't know, off topic, but with the division, um, you played the alpha, so yep. you might be able to answer this. Um, the one thing that I've noticed, okay, and someone could correct me if I'm wrong. But the one thing that I've noticed in the trailers and the gameplay videos, everything that's come out in video form of The Division, the one thing that I have never seen yet, and it's discouraging, but the one thing that I've never seen yet is whenever there's a group of players, right, they come up on, they come up on something. So it's, a, it's usually a centralized location of a group of guys, right, mm-hmm. NPCs, and I'm assuming that you'll come up on you know, real-life players too, which is good. Um, but it seems like the game is is kind of like Destiny in in the point where when you patrol you have like the beacons. Right. But instead of the instead of them being beacons, which which you activate to give you some sort of activity, those beacons are centralized locations of okay, we well have to go here and steal the ammo crate that these guys are holding, or you have to go to this location and see if you can take over this you know this place or kill this leader or do you know i feel like that's going to be what the game is going to be like and and in any of it yeah in any of the gameplay videos that i've seen there's no i've never seen any elevation to to the maps like i can you get up on a roof can you snipe someone from a window okay the only stuff the only stuff i've seen is the players being down on the ground and just using the cars or using a sign or a building. I've never seen like someone go up and snipe down while this your guys are trying reason, to. This like, is exactly what I'm saying. The world is looks beautiful and it, yeah. it's so immersive when you're in it, but yet it feels so empty because yeah. you can't really do anything. And see, I, that's what I'm worried about. So, like, so basically, what happens is there are sections that you can get on the roof of. There's like stairs, or you can climb if there's like a crate next to it and stuff like that. Yeah, um, there are sections of that. Now. In my experience in the alpha, when I came across a band of or a group of faction on the road, yeah, um, and I was starting to fight them, 
there was no way in any way or shape or form I could get up on a rooftop yeah, to get yeah. the advantage of them. I had to stay down on the ground. Yeah. Now there are encounters where you might be in a back alley and there's a guy shooting you from the roof and then you can get access to the roof to get him. Yeah. But there's no there's only certain buildings, obviously, that, that let you in and stuff like that. And then there's other areas that I got up on the roof uh, for sections like, oh, this area is contaminated. You know, shut it down with this med med computer that you have to put in the area. You would okay. run into the area. You're being poisoned. You have to turn on the computer. Then you got to run up to the next location, turn on the computer. It's sort of like Grand Theft Auto-ish. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, hit this point, then go to this point, kill mm-hmm. people in between A and B, kill people between B and C uh, type points. So... Yeah, it's 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 definitely like that, and that's what okay. I feel. Like I said, and that's what I my felt biggest like. fe- my biggest fear is that the game is so beautiful. Now we I only had a small section of the map to to, to work in. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and one of the things they say you might be able to go to Brooklyn now, which is across the bridge, which is actually in Long Island. So that'd be cool. That'd be cool. Hopefully, you know, maybe you can do stuff like that. Meaning you can get up on the bridge and go across the bridge. Are you saying are you saying for the alpha they're going to do that, or is this for like the actual game? Well, release? in one of the pictures, here, I'll bring it up. You actually yeah. see the that's the bridge going across to Long Island. Okay. So, who knows if you can get up there and get across to go? Uh, that'd be awesome if you can get up there. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. So there are sections that you get up on the railroad tracks, or I'm sorry, the subway tracks and stuff like that in the city. But for the most part, like I said, the 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 whole board looks beautiful. It's one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen. But then you get there, and it feels just—it feels emptier than Fallout, and that's a world of devastation, and you're walking yeah. around to absolutely nothing. Yeah. And see that—that yeah. that was that was my worry. Like, I want to be with my buddies, right? I want to be going around. I want to be—I want to be looting. I want to be interacting with the world. I want to—I want to climb up and go to the second story of a building, and then look out the window and see these dudes about to go into another building, right? And I want to be able to like shoot them from that window, and I just feel like. I don't know if we're going to get that. Like, I'm worried about that, you know, like, cause like you said, the map and, and the place is so beautiful, but are you really going to be able to fully interact with it? And right. that's the thing that I'm worried about because that'll just kill the gameplay. That'll kill it. Yeah. If there's only so many things, so many ways you can approach a certain thing or, you know, I just, I don't know. It, it, it worries me. The game looks amazing. It looks beautiful. The customization looks awesome. If it's like destiny, it'll be an easy transition. I personally enjoy the grind. I like I getting I, I yeah. like getting the weapons. I like just pulling up Spotify, playing some songs and just going at it, right? I enjoy that. But I'm really hoping that cuz I think the thing that stands out to most people when they see the division is A the graphics, B the location and how yeah. beautiful it looks. Yeah, and just how many like alleyways and cars and and you know, ambulances and trash, and, and it just looks like a broken down world, like it's supposed to. I look hope, like. I hope, because I, I leveled up pretty damn fast, so yeah. I, I'm hoping that um, they slow down the leveling. Yeah. When the game actually comes out, uh, yep. I don't know if they're going to fix it for the beta or not. Mm-hmm. And I also hope that there's a lot of stuff. And they don't do a Destiny thing where you're done basically with the content within like two weeks, and then you're just grinding the same shit over and over and over. Yeah. So I know you can play the same missions over and over. The 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 um, certain sections over yeah and you can also do it with the same missions with a group of people you can do it by yourself you can do it with a group of people so that's and i wonder i wonder if they're going to take i wonder if they're going to take a note out of uh out of uh, destiny's book where they have the events right because i feel like the reason why people get hyped for those events is because they're not around all the time you cannot do them all the time and i feel like that's a good 
I feel like that's a good system because it keeps people coming back. It keeps people, you know, so will the division kind of do something like that where they have like a week or a two week span where they say, okay, here's your event, you know, do this in this time and you can get right. gear, you can get weapons, you can get armor, you know, you can do I think, all that. I think with an online game like this, I think you have to. I think you, you really do. do. You I, really do. Keep everyone interested and stuff like that. But we'll see, like I said. Yeah. So um, we're out of time. It's, it's, oh, it's, it's man. We can go a little longer <laughs> if you want to go over a little longer. <laughs> it's it's up to you, man. It's up um, to you. It doesn't matter to me. I want to talk. I, I actually do. I want to go a little bit longer. I want okay. to talk about, did anybody see Games Done Quick? Okay. Yeah, yeah. We, yep, yep, yep. Let me, let me bring, I, I want to bring up. It's gonna take a second. Let me yeah, switch fun. screens. Um, yeah, that was amazing what they did, man. I think it's so crazy watching that stuff. Let, let me let me tell you, they some of these guys <laughs> that were playing. Okay, there's a there's a board in general here. I got it. I already got it pinned up here. Okay, let me go back. These guys are playing Metroid. Okay. Two guys, one controller. Yeah. One. I, I brought this oh, up. Oh, I think. I, I brought this up on the, yeah. on, on yeah. the podcast on Monday nights, uh, yeah. Raiders Roundtable, Monday nights, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, <laughs> so the guy on the purple shirt is controlling the D-pad. Okay. Uh -huh. um, I don't know if you can see it uh, or, or not. It's probably delayed to the, of the stream. And then yeah, the guy yeah. with the black on, he's pressing the buttons on the other side. Now, it's freaking amazing, right? Because I don't know if you've ever, like, you're only controlling one part of the, of the controller, Right, oh your my brain. Gosh. I'm watching it now. Yeah, it's it's absolutely amazing, and this is nothing. There's so many talented people, and I know some people are watching this and going, "These people need to get a life." Well, you know what? <laughs> this is their life, and it was for charity, and it's, this it's is what, what they, they enjoy. It's yeah. what they enjoy doing, man. Like you can't knock people. So, for that. Some people enjoy porn on their PlayStation. Some people <laughs> like to do speed runs. Okay, yeah. I I personally rather watch people do speed runs. Okay, so um. Yeah, but this is amazing. So they not only are they playing the game, but they're also going for like the world record, okay, of beating this level. Yeah. Together, tandem, tandem Metroid. That's okay. crazy. <laughs> it's absolutely freaking amazing. And then I got to show you some of these uh, speed runs. They were having a blindfolded. They weren't really blindfolded, but it's called a blindfolded event where two teams of four people or five people were playing Super Mario Maker. Yeah. Okay. They had no idea what the boards looked like. Okay. Uh, there, I think there was 12 boards in total and then they had a speed run and get through as fast as they could and amazing. Let me, yeah, that, that, <laughs> let, that let really bring, is amazing. Let me, let me, uh, go back one. <laughs> let me see here. And I think this is it right here. No, I remember we, when we were talking about this on Lono's podcast, we were saying, I remember saying personally, it wasn't for me, but goddamn, is it amazing to watch? Right. You know, right. So there you go. So it's up on the screen now. There's two teams um, mm -hmm. and you should just watch this. And I, I swear to God, I was cheering them on like it was a sporting event. Like really? I was watching two two teams go for like the playoffs. Um, some of these boards get so freaking ridiculous. And you're like, how the hell? Like, look at the guy on the left part of the screen, how he's bouncing back and forth between these little rooms. Uh, like, What? <laughs> <laughs> it's absolutely freaking amazing yeah so if you guys if you guys don't know what this is they do an event twice a year right they do one in the winter and they do one in the summer um it's getting bigger and bigger every time they do it 
Um, you can catch speedrunners all the time. Oh, it was it was Twitch. huge, huge this, this time. This was the yeah, biggest it was one they did. These guys raised one point two million dollars for uh, uh, I believe a cancer uh, charity, uh, prevent Crazy. cancer. I believe Crazy. it was, uh, which is just awesome in general. Um, I feel like you can only do something like that on Twitch. Oh, like I, yeah. I, you know what I mean? Like the community is just so down for that type of stuff. Like if this was on like actual like PBS or something, I don't think so. Like, or if this was like, if it was like a YouTube video to like sponsor the event or it just wouldn't happen like this, you know, it's just, this is what Twitch, this is what, this is where Twitch shines with stuff like this. Yeah. I mean, look at this, look at the way these guys are, are doing these boards. It's absolutely freaking nuts. Like that whole floor, he can't touch. He has to literally bounce from wall to wall to get to the next section. And the team on the, on the right side of the screen is actually ahead of them. Yeah. So, and it's absolutely amazing. Um, so if you guys nice. haven't seen this, I suggest you go back uh, and watch some of the VODs because you'll get blown away. Um, and then there's a guy, I can't find the actual video, but he played the, uh, the rhythm game. It's sort of like um, Dance Dance Revolution, but yeah. you use your keyboard instead. It's called Rhythm, rhythm Something. <laughs> the dude was hitting 30 keys a second. Wow. Let me repeat that. 30 keys a second. So if I go one 1,000, he hit 30 keys in that, in that, in that moment. Yeah. Absolutely ridiculous. And then there's another section where two of the arrows are going up, two of the arrows are going down. So like his up and left arrow are going up and his down and right arrow are going down. So his brain has to see them scrolling like this, you know, back and forth. And he's hitting every single one without missing a beat. Yeah. You have to be, your brain has to be sharp, man has to be very sharp yeah you gotta have some good some good coordination too because that's that, I'm, I'm watching it right now and the, that that sliding bar that he has to yeah, keep it, jumping off of like smaller and smaller yeah, and it yeah. gets to the other thing that is insane and when, he, when they hit it when they hit something the crowd fucking goes yeah crazy yeah. it's <laughs> it, it's absolutely amazing yeah. So yeah, that's it. I wanted to bring that up because we didn't really get to talk about it or show it on the other podcast. Yeah. And I yeah. really think that this needed to be showcased. Uh, look at look at this. How he gets it. Oh, off the wall, <laughs> off the one block, made it. Sweet. <laughs> so yeah, check it out, guys. Uh, this game's done quick. Uh, you can you can uh, follow them on Twitch. Uh, I suggest you go over there. Very entertaining. They do a lot of different events throughout the year, but the two major events uh, for the charity events is winter in january and then uh, i believe in june or july aren't uh, they um and they, they they stream all the time though still yeah, they right? stream all the time but yeah. the, this event the major event yeah is twice a year so <clears throat> um all right so that does it for our show um i'd like to thank my guest i am paul weber um you can find him on youtube you can find him on twitter there's his twitter name right there below his uh his picture awesome being here man appreciate uh, it i really appreciate you coming on and uh filling yeah. in for for sarge mccluskey um, you can catch both Absolutely. of us uh, on Monday nights on the Rageous Roundtable with Saving the Rage and also PM. Guardian Outpost. Yep. Um, every Monday we'll be doing it uh, from 8.30 Eastern. Uh, it's about a two-hour show. So, guys, please uh, catch us uh, on that as well. If you haven't hit the follow button, please hit the follow button. I stream Thursdays through Saturdays from 11 p.m. to 2 a.m. Uh, actually streaming games. And I actually do this every Thursday from 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And this is Generation X Gaming. So I appreciate you guys coming out. And I'm, ho- and I'm hoping I can fill in again when, you're, when your brother can. Oh, you can come in without him being gone. Yeah, yeah, that, you, yeah we, do, we do three, four people on the show. We've never done four. We actually yeah. should do four. That'd be um, neat. Yeah, anytime you want to come back, man, you let me yeah. know. If you say, yeah, hey, yeah. I'm free, 
I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll bring you on the show, dude. That's awesome. So, That's awesome. Um, guys, thanks a lot, and uh, we'll catch you on the uh, the next episode. They're two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming.